missing good. Okay, go. Welcome back to Beyond the Man's Madness. Now, based on my listening to the past few recordings, this is where I have to somewhere mention something about the intro theme and someone in post is going to do something with that. Yeah. Okay, I've now mentioned it so someone will do something. Go with it. This week, RJ's DD will sadly be played by a beautiful blonde haired gentleman behind the GM screen. And however, the Edward GM's Philly really might... pissed off because he's been moved from behind the GM screen. Ashley is really unhappy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Edward Philip Tenwright the Third is sadly being played once more by Liam, so madness Point. will ensue. Especially as he's just finished reading Courts to Ghouls, and is now eleven, eighteen sanity points left, sane than he was. No one will notice the difference. This is probably true. <laughs> It's been fine so far. We haven't really lost much sanity. I mean, this is That's because we haven't don't get anything yet. Tempt the GM. Fine, yeah. Where we left it last time, <laughs> the SS Gabriel was oh, sailing through the innocent cry of the newbie. <laughs> was sailing through the pack ice of the Antarctic Circle when the cry had just gone up that a goat, a ship, had been sighted, trapped in the ice. And for those of you who like to keep notes, it's the sixth of November. Forgot to bring my notebook. Oh, Christ. Mm. What are we going to do? Actually, I have, I have a notebook. I just don't have any of my previous notes. It's the what? Just listen Six to the number. And transcribe it. Oh, that takes too much effort. <laughs> it is exactly. about 9 Why o'clock in the morning. And the cry comes down to where people are having breakfast in the main mm. mess. Mm. What, are people what is doing? the cry? <laughs> there is a ship. Oh, oh yeah. Starboard bow. Let's go and have a look. I'm going to go and have a look. It's been spotted mm. in the I'm ice. I'm excited. I'm going to go and have a look. I'm assuming I was eating with, um... I'm going to take my... Uh, more starfies. Mm. So, uh, I'll go up with them. I'm assuming they go up. Okay, you head up onto the deck. Grab binoculars. Grab mm. some binoculars on your way. Uh, Stark Weather and more are also coming up on deck to have a look. The ship is, um, slowing down. You've all been on board long enough to fill that. The engines are slowing in the output and the Gabriel is starting to stop. And you know, Starkweb would say, hmm, do you think this might be that woman? Is it the Tallahassee? I look at the ship through my binoculars. <laughs> it looks like a whaling vessel to you. It's quite, not a very big ship. Starkweb was like, I doubt it. I think we'd have heard them on the radio. If, uh... No, this isn't a, I don't say, it's not a modern ship, is it? It's not very old. It isn't, no. you know, iron hull. <clears throat> oh, okay. And it's, let me show you what you see, Richard. Ah! Ah, my eyes! <laughs> you see that? It's partly ah, okay. buried in the ice. Oh, it's been there for a while. And as you, yeah. you all take a turn on the binoculars, you can see that the prow of the ship is partially it's buried. It's called the what? The Wallaroo? It is <laughs> called the Wallaroo. You can just about make out its... Um, Stupid Australians. What are they doing this far out north? Um, name. But it is quite firmly stuck in the ice. Do, can we see anyone on deck? You cannot see anyone on deck. Does anyone recognise the name of the ship? Um, oh. Mr. Turlow doesn't. Captain Redenberg mentions that he's heard of the Wallaroo, but he's not heard of it in a while. But <laughs> okay. He had heard it disappeared last autumn. <clears throat> last we heard of her. So he, 14 months ago or two months ago? Um, about two months ago. Okay. <clears throat> no, longer than that. It's no, you spring. said last autumn, so I was wondering if it's the autumn Autumn, happened. Autumn 
southern hemisphere autumn it's currently spring ah yes yes very good point it might be november but it's spring so the autumn yeah no I that was about january okay yeah. uh, <laughs> he looks over at start wherever and goes um we should consider well we're gonna have to send a expedition over investigate after all there may be survivors though Yes, we need to set up a raiding for. I mean, um, <laughs> maybe on <laughs> time. Expedition. You'd be surprised how long people could survive if they've stayed on board the ship and the, these ships, you know, have supplies for a very long time. There's no signs of like a camp around the hull or anything. You can't see anything like that. And there's no smoke. And even if they are all dead, we need to recover them if possible. The logbooks. And the, their own equipment may be useful. We don't know what they Oh, this is terribly exciting. Yes. Right, we have that, guys. Fair enough. Uh, Officer Turlow, put together a boat. I'll pick some <coughs> science chaps to take over. We've got a boat Let's full see. of A boat? Expert. Aren't we on pack ice? It's all broken and drifting. And you yes, can that one's it. embedded in it, though, isn't this it? This one's yeah. embedded in it. But, you so know, we still need to sail out to it. You need mm -hmm. to sail out to do it. You don't want to walk over you there. You don't want to... Don't wanna... No, okay. No, no. You take a look over the edge of the boat Around and go, ship. that was a stupid thing to say. <laughs> You're really <laughs> well, good. No, because no, what I'm thinking of is like, massive blocks of ice, you don't want to put a small boat in the middle of them, but I was, mm. I was scaling around. It, there's still ice around, but you'll be safe in the ship's launch. Okay. At least to go that far. Start with looks around. Right, who wants to go? Mandalay, you up for it? Um, yes, yes man. of course. <laughs> Mandalay, of course you're coming. Yeah, we're actually going to have a beer, don't mind us. <laughs> ah. Yes, Dr. Barnard? Yes, please. Well, fair enough. I'm not sure how useful a geologist will be. I was going to take uh, Dr. Green. Someone Dr. Better, Green is well. like shaking his head. <laughs> someone better make sure you lot don't fall in the ice. I'll say with the world weary reputation. Ah, Carl, then. Join us. You are Arctic expert. I consider myself a bit of a polar survival expert now, so I. Uh, Excellent. A good chance you to, uh... show us how your training has progressed. And... Yes. Oh, yes. Sweet Jesus. Carl can. Uh... <laughs> Um, excuse me, I, I need to go make preparations. <laughs> Find some whiskey. Preparations? We should go over there, aren't we? No! Firefox? Officer tell us, like, everyone stay here until I get back. Well, I was going to go get my camera. I think I'll do that. Stark where the wander's off. Professor Moore's like, well, I'm going to stay on the boat. Ah, oh, it'll be fun. Come on. Well, we can only fit so many people in the boat. RJ is like, I'm going to go check on some planes. Aren't you staying behind to paint the scene? Mandalay, if you're going, I'm going. It's funny, but it's usually the other way around. <laughs> oh yes, you've been volunteered, aren't you? You've got to have all the fun yourself. Go <laughs> fast, I sort of give you a long-suffering look. <laughs> Professor Moore leans over to you and is like, Mr. Mandalay, um, should be relatively safe. It is an abandoned wreck in the ice. Oh, of course. I just thought it might be an opportunity to him for him to practice his skills of an artist. <laughs> I've had the whole journey to practicing that. This is adventure. Been You've been cooped up in your cabin for the last several weeks. Well, you want to he needs to get out and stretch his legs. This is the first whiff of adventure we've had since we set off. I'm not letting this go. Not now I'm a fully fledged member of the Explorer Society. It's my duty. Oh, fair enough. That's true, he is a fully-fledged member. 
How did that happen? Uh, well, uh, <laughs> uh, family ties. Oh, oh. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> we're aristocracy. I have the humour of a tear on. Yes. Okay, what are you getting, Carl? You've gone off to prepare stuff for this <clears throat> crazy jaunt over to a boat. His hip flask. <laughs> hip flasks, um, mostly things like um, rope and that sort of thing. If one of these idiots fall o- falls overboard, ten foot pole. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this isn't D and D. Although there is probably a ten foot pole. Regardless of that, you're taking an um, emergency. Someone's fallen in the Arctic Ocean. Yeah, Antarctic Ocean it, it's, I'm, I'm most, mostly taking stuff to protect them from themselves. You prepare a survival pack. Yeah. Just... Um, you're just imagining one of these guys falling in the water. And yeah. Slice their clothing off and bundle them up in blankets to keep them from dying. Uh, depending who they are, I might leave them in there. But yes, that, that's the theory. <laughs> if it's Mr. Mandalay or Dr. Barnard, you're totally saving them. <laughs> oh, oh no, sir. You're just that far bit out of reach. Oh, well. I'm going to miss him. Liar. <laughs> Everyone will miss you if you die. Um, <coughs> g- given my yours, I'm rampant paranoia. Can I get my rifle out of the gun locker? Um, the captain, you'll have to ask Captain Brudenberg yes. for that one. I shall ask him. You find the captain. Like, Just ah, in case. The longboat is ready. Captain Starkweather is apparently taking his entire command staff. Oh, joy. Thank you. Um, would you mind, just for my own peace of mind, if I could grab my rifle? Um, looks pretty dead. Call it paranoia. I don't know, um, Carl. I mean, a bit much taking your rifle. What are you expecting to find over there? I don't think anyone's it, it, alive. It's, it's more. It's more. We don't know what's over there. What were your persuade? Roll my persuade. Do I even have persuade on this character? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> He'll give you a pistol. Okay, but he thinks a rifle's a bit on the overkill side of things. Oh yeah, no, whichever. If he's going to give me a firearm of some sort, yeah, no, he he uh, issues a pistol to you, Captain Starkweather, and Mister Mandalay. Oh yeah, right. yeah that's fine. Um, why to me? I... I have no firearm experience what at about all. Me, he trusts you. <laughs> I I know how to fire a gun. Um, <laughs> after all later, the um, we'll sort excitement of uh, when we tracked down the saboteurs, can I roll my luck so that they remembered to uh, ask my uh, sword came back to find the ether? They didn't. Uh, I they got forgotten in all the confusion. I will be taking my sword cane. You are taking your walking stick. Yes. <laughs> well, it can be uneven. Hey, uh, you're talking to the guy that smuggled a pistol on board for very sake. Oh, and then he's just been given Kind of a, oh yeah... <laughs> As he suddenly remembers what that thing actually is. Well, you've been cooped up in your uh, quarters for the past three weeks, so um, it got forgotten about. <laughs> Probably going to ask for it back when you get back. Anyway, you all get into the uh, longboat. It's lowered down the side of the Gabrielle. By this point, the Gabrielle has stopped. It's weighed its anchors, and it's not moving. Uh, most of the exhibition team are here to see you off. Several people are taking photos of the Wallaroo. On the cameras, and as you approach the ship, everyone make me spot a hidden point. Um, who else is with us, by the way? Oh, oh god! Four sailors rowing oh, the boat. No. <coughs> Ox mm. to I see everything. Captain Starkweather. Nice. You lot. Cool. Um, I, I do see not everything. see. 
You do I, see. I see. <coughs> I see. Now, those of you who see, notice that as you get closer, the uh, derelict definitely has the air of abandonment around it. You can tell if something's been mm-hmm. used recently. Um, <laughs> the hull also has split in half. Uh, the midpoint. Ice has completely encompassed the foredeck, while the aft is twisted, and you can see a large rent in the side of the ship where the boiler room is. It looks like something's exploded Hmm. at some point. Weird. Is that a common thing, like ships exploding? Not normally. It, It must have been some sort of catastrophic failure. For a boiler to go out, mm-hmm. and you can see a. Um, you're not entirely sure. You think it might be a body? I'll squint at it. There's definitely something in the engine room. You'd have to go down from. in. Uh, you have to go on deck. And I down. think I've got a body. I'll just call out. Yep, yep, you do. It's a very nice one, <laughs> it is too. Officer Turner gives you a look. Yeah. <laughs> Next person to make a smart ass comment, I will bloody throw in the ocean. Okay, uh, who's here is good at throwing, says Tello. I'm quite good, I <laughs> say. I can throw <laughs> two-fifths of the time. I was captain of the some throwing club. I, I, I hit it one time, yeah. Move up front, grab that rope, and see if you can hook it onto the ship to pull ourselves in by. Alright, okay. I'm going to throw with magic. <laughs> You're going to throw with magic? Yeah. Spend the magic points. Okay. <clears throat> I can't remember what the rules are for this. Um, I, I just got a page number here. Um, <laughs> so it's two, oh, three, seven. Do you recognise any of the words or something? <clears throat> Anyone for the last few bars? Me. GM pants. Okay, fifty-seven. <laughs> yes, GM. Mm-hmm. Three magic points. Yep. And one hit point. Yes. But no sound you lost. That's right. As you pick up the rope, you concentrate. Yeah. Madly standing at the front of the rope. And then he throws. Yeah. Did you basically just use the force? Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and Mandalay manages to hook this towing rope around one of the railings of the Wallaroo. Expertly, it wraps around it a couple of times. He's just like casually tossing this thing. I, I stare in shock. Oh, you are good, says Officer Tello. Grab the end. He moves up to help you grab the end and you pull it in. Okay, he uh, makes the ship's, the longboat secure against the hull of the Wallaroo. And um, you're going to have to climb up. The sailors are going to stay on board the boat. So they're ready to leave or anything? Did anything strange happen? Or we need to leave I in will a hurry? Climb up the side. Make me climbing rolls. And yes. if you have nothing in the climb skill, it's dex times three. Yes. Uh, I've you scramble up like so. a monkey. <laughs> ah, so it's not the normal base? You have forty by default. Dex times three is mm-hmm. less than my base climb. I'm fine with dex times three because that gives me a better base. Yeah, dex no. times three gives me you a go, better you base. You go by your base skill. <laughs> Book says here, climb roll or dex times three. So I'm going to let you pick whichever one you think is better. Yeah. I actually right. make it. <laughs> Do I get to tick climb? Yes. Yeah. 
You do not get to tick it if you do not use climb. Uh, I, I, uh, I don't pass. <laughs> yeah, I, I pass both by a long way. So get climb. Who failed? I failed. Well, luck, Mr. Mandalay. Okay. <laughs> Splush. And you should have paid more attention in climbing classes. And you slip on the ice. I'm unlucky as well. <laughs> <laughs> Christ. Right. What order were we in? Uh, at you. Oh, actually, yeah, I might. What? Carl no, 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 goes up first, followed by Doctor Bernard, then Officer Turlo, then you go up. Mandalay's coming last. What my luck, say? my luck has gone up because of my power, hasn't it? Yes. As well, but it's still not, not good enough. enough. Sadly, <laughs> as you reach the deck, you hear a splash. Oh, and as you quickly turn back to look, you see Mandalay has fallen in the water. Several of the sailors, however, have leapt over and have grabbed him and have hauled him out. Oh. They were half expecting someone to fall. Oh, they thought it was going to be you, or maybe <laughs> the doctor. Yeah, actually, you know, if all people, <laughs> you're letting the down water? the team, man. Freezing. You are soaked. Literally, as soon as the sailors have you in the boat, one of them takes a knife to your clothing and mm. just tears it off you Sexy. and then bundles you in blankets. Well, I had heard rumours about sailors. You will not be able to go on board because you, even you own you in the water for a couple of seconds, yeah. you are absolutely frozen. It's a bit nippy. <laughs> Tell her, looks like, is he okay? And the person in the boat goes, he should be fine, sir. <coughs> straight away. If but... he starts going blue, let us know. Well, Mr. Mandalay, <laughs> thank you for the amazing throw, but you best stay there and warm back up. All right, let me know if you need me to no. throw anything else. Guys... Take him back to the Gabrielle. We should be fine. We've got a flare gun. We'll call for you if we need you. All right. No! He needs to get no. back. What are you talking about? <laughs> I know. You're, no. you're a survival expert. Uh, you know what no. his chance of survival are. If Mandalay is returning back, is it worth one of the other crew members on board having the gun he was issued? We won't need it's a gun. It's just gone in the Antarctic Ocean. I don't think it's going to be much use to anyone. What? Yeah, no reason why not. Hey, Mandalay, toss your gun up. Sorry? Toss your gun up. Oh, right. Um, Toss your tool up. Yeah, I do that. (laughs) One of the sailors does it for you. He is an expert tosser. And then (laughs) the longboat um, heads back to the Gabrielle, because after, you know, being wrapped up in blankets is one thing, but Mr. Mandalay really needs to get back. Why are you so jumpy, Carl? (laughs) I don't know. Almost like I've done this before in another life. (laughs) Badly. Oh, come on. That's a damn shame. That went much better than I was expecting. Excellent. Okay, so those of you this who is, are... This is, this is adventure, this is what we're here for. Exactly, I like your spirits. Yeah, it's just a bit of water, isn't it? Yeah. I love your balls. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh... Show you that manly. Yes, quite. Yeah. Officer Turlow looks around. Um, so, we've got a bit of time to explore the boat. Um, I'm going to head forwards with Dr. Barnard, maybe. Um, oh. Carl and I will just glare daggers at him the minute he says Dr. Bernard's with him <laughs> yeah he's in charge he's not taking Mr. Turner <laughs> did anyone bring any lamps with them yes excellent yes. we have lamp. we have torches why, why, why would you not <laughs> um, if you want to go aft with uh, Mr. Tenet Knight um, I'll go for with Mr. Barnard and we'll see what we discover right let's go then as you split up and you start along the decks, you almost immediately come across the remains of a sailor. There, it's quite a grisly sight. Um, the skeleton <coughs> is quite misshapen. Flesh has been stripped bare. Um, 
bodily fluids, you know, have all encrusted into the ice. It's like frozen blood, and it's some of these guys look like they were impaled when part of the ship exploded. Oh dear. Other guys look like they've just succumbed. This reminds me of a book I. You do have to make insanity checks, however. Does it now? Is that is that? Yes, yes, sir. All of us. Interesting one from some odd uh, French chappy. Of uh, dead bodies in that one. I succeed. You only lose well, one. Let's continue points. on. Um, I succeed. What are you doing, sir? No, science checks. I thought you said. Yeah. Did you say science checks? Yes. Okay. Yeah. For all the dead bodies. Ah, <laughs> no. <insane. laughs> oh dear. <laughs> you worried about who being on this trip? Oh, Starkweather was with you as well. Starkweather no, no, no. is with you. Oh, of course. Oh, no, Doctor Doctor Barnard and Officer Turner. Oh, fuck you, Starkweather! You coward! <laughs> He's not a coward. He's giving you his best man. You're in capable hands, Carl. We're like that. That is what terrifies me. A fully fledged member of the Explorer Society. What could possibly <laughs> go wrong? As you are making your way in opposite directions, you notice the central, you know, the smokestack is gone, and the centre of the ship is just caved in. So, which group is this? Both of you can okay. see this as you're walking away. Um, it looks like the boiler definitely has exploded. Mm. The middle of the ship is just missing. <whistles> and that does, you know, the bodies you've seen seem to be near, you know, they've just left them there to freeze because, you know, it, there were survivors. They were clearly had other things on their mind. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Also, how, how big a crew would a boat like this have? Maybe sixty. Are we are we finding a lot of corpses? Or? There's maybe like five you've seen so far, okay. just on the deck where they've fallen. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I will deal with Doctor Barnard and Officer <coughs> and Captain Stuckworth first. Uh, as you walk uh, forwards, you can get into the superstructure. Mm-hmm into where the crew quarters should be and the bridge. You duck into like there is a hatchway that's <coughs> managed to open and you get inside. It's quite dark in here. So there's light. This bulkhead is just, you know, ruined where the explosion happened. Mm-hmm. You think you can get into the crew quarters. There are also the captain's quarters. And you also get through to the far side of the ship, you know, onto the other deck. Yeah. Which Probably way do you want to go? Check the captain's quarters first. And you head to the captain's quarters. It's um, quite small, maybe only eight foot square. Oh no, I'm looking at the wrong room. Okay, this is <coughs> it's about ten foot by sixteen foot. There's a desiccated feather bed. There's a desk and a trunk, and the trunk is bound with iron bands. And there's a massive, great big uh, padlock on it. Uh, the desk is very badly weathered. You can see it's been exposed to the sea air quite a lot over the last few months. But okay, and as you move closer to the bed, you suddenly recognise that the person lying on the bed. There is a person lying on the bed. There is a pistol in there, like outstretched hand. Is it the captain? Uh, is he dressed in a captain's 
but he definitely has, you know, <laughs> a sort of jacket with <laughs> captainitis. Um, a patch. Can never say that stupid word. The things they have on their shoulders. Lapels. Yeah. Not lapels. Insignia. Begins with E. Embroidery. Epaulets. 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 That's the yeah. word. I can um, never say it properly. Well, I'll 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 take the pistol out of his hands. Yeah. Um, so I think I'm the only and one. Shoot the only one who doesn't currently have one. And uh, just. So did you get Mandley's? Yeah. Check it's in working. Well, it wasn't. It'd fallen in the water. It was useless. Yeah, it was so. nice as a revolver. It worked fine. Mm. Who took that pistol? He probably yeah, froze him solid once you've taken it out. So he watered. Anyway, um, search the. Um, you want to try and open the trunk? So well, no, I was going to say, yeah, I was gonna, is there anything on the captain? Like, He's got a couple of rings on. There's well, a mostly that. drunk bottle of whiskey on the bedside table. Ah, oh, the looting phase. There's this didn't take long, did it? On the stand. <coughs> no respect for the dead, that's what it is. No, you just want to see if he's got, like, a suicide note or anything, or some kind of... <laughs> or, you know, fancy pocket watch, read. anything like that. Um, <laughs> Officer Turlow is saying a small prayer by the captain's bed, you know. You know, well, dead guy. Captain Starkweather is <coughs> having a look at that padlock. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to come <laughs> and <laughs> examine the padlock with him as well. How, does it, how, does, right. how sturdy does it look? Starkweather has it in one hand. He has Ooh. what looks like a pin. Oh, it's fine, Alan. Um, chink, click. He takes it off. Impressive. Where did you learn how to do that? Kenya. Oh. Had to escape from some natives once. It was either learn how to pick locks or become lunch. You have to show me something. Oh, it's quite a simple skill once you know what you're doing. Okay, let's have a look inside this thing. Crabs, mutant crabs from space. <laughs> hey, uh, screaming angler. Open and starts to search through the. Oh, there's mostly <coughs> clothing. Okay. There's a couple, another bottle of whiskey. Ooh, is it a nice one? Very nice one. Clearly, the captain's special. It is, however, completely and utterly frozen. Because well, it's been in the Antarctic through the Antarctic winter. You've got a whiskey lollipop. That's <laughs> awesome. Whiskey wouldn't freeze though. The alcohol it wouldn't. Too if it's cold enough, it would. But yeah, it would all depend on how cold it is. And it's the Antarctic. Well, well, start with. I think we need to take that back to um, uh, uh, investigate fully. He gives it a prod. I don't think we're going to recover this, Alan. Oh, mm-hmm. that's very, very tragic. Quitter. <laughs> you have your priorities a little bit wrong, Doctor. Oh, just a bit of a joke. You have to keep to keep somewhat yeah. jovial in these situations. Otherwise, go and look you... at the desk. Yeah, I'm, I'm like already looking at it. Make me a spot hidden roll. Easily, yes. Yeah. Uh, you find the captain's logbook. Excellent. And you also that. find that there is a small hidden drawer. Ooh. You, there's like a writing case, and you take it out and you open it, and there's like fountain pens and ink jars and sand pot and everything. Proper calligraphy style brush. Mm-hmm. Uh, but under that, you notice the. You suddenly realise that you know this drawer is not as deep as it mm-hmm. should be, and you're able to slide slide the bottom of the drawer out of the way. And inside there, there is uh, a large iron key. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, that seems somewhat redundant. I'll pick that up. A leather pouch that oh. clinks as you pick it up. Pick that up as well. And uh, looking <laughs> inside, 
yes. You look inside. Yeti teeth. Yeti there teeth. are several gold coins, like proper doubloon-sized gold coins. Has anyone seen yet? Starkweather oh is looking in the chair and Officer Turlow is still praying, so no. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and they're also what looks like small bone cubes, they look like dice, okay. in the pouch. Well, I'll, the gold coins. I'll take... How many coins are there? There are maybe six of them. Right, I'll, I'll take one of them out, I'll put the rest in my pocket, and then I'll turn around and say, look at this! <laughs> that one of those. Gosh! The size of that! Turlow, have you seen this? In the captain's desk. That's amazing. Can I? <laughs> Please, I have more. Shit. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> There's no markings on it. Um, I didn't recognise this figure on the back. It's like, like almost like a tulip. It's like it comes up and it splits into two. Oh. It's like long, thin lines that then split away into two, and it gets slightly wider as it goes up. Is there any writing on it? Do I, I mean, do I recognise the symbol? Um, you don't recognise the symbol. And on the back, there is uh, writing, but you have no idea what the writing is. It's no language you've ever seen. Um, so that was in the pouch. Mm -hmm. There were also these dice. They were in the pouch too. Okay. Um, so what's... I'll, I'll turn to the <coughs> logbook and look at the last entry. <coughs> you may read it out for the recording. It's at the bottom of the page, the big grey box. I can see that. Oh, yeah, March 12th. It is over. My hand is wholly useless now, lost to the gangrene, and the red lines of infection have spread past the tourniquet and up my arm. There is nothing to be done. My own stench disgusts me. Bowers passed on in the night. I am no Shackleton, no Mawson, to face the odds and overcome them. I am merely an old, tired soul who has lost the gamble and will die alone upon the ice. The horrible, endless ice. It is beautiful but heartless. In these past few days I have come to hate its cruelty. It cries and whispers and moans to me in the still air, grinding hopes and prayers away in mindless hostile fury. I pray the others got away. There is nothing for anyone here. Even the whales are long gone. Should anyone ever find this log, let me praise once again the excellence and skill of my officers and crew. Their loyalty and stout hearts <coughs> are without peer. I wish them well and pray that they are now safely homeward bound. I give my love to Nancy and the boys. May they find happiness in years to come. I only regret I cannot hold them for, to me one last time. God forgive me for what I am about to do. Stephen Willard, Captain, SS Wallaroo. Uh, things did not go well on board the Wallaroo. Yeah, meanwhile, towards the aft end of the ship. Yes, 5GB. <laughs> well, <laughs> this is exciting, isn't it? <laughs> oh my god. Dr. So. Barnard spontaneously explodes. Oh, <laughs> uh, Christ. Sorry. You do indeed have five gold pieces, um, however. It so. is, yes. Um, what? Does this area of the ship <coughs> um, most of it looks like the rear end of the superstructure has been is gone mm -hmm. but you can see large hatch down into the cargo bay cargo hold you can get down into oh. the bowels of the ship we'll open up shine a torch down enough I don't expect much of them whale blubber um, this main hold is 
completely empty. It is huge, however. There are a few barrels and crates stacked in one corner, and you can see doorway that leads somewhere else. <coughs> You'd have to go down into holes and see more. But from up, it's, it's empty, and there's some barrels. Nothing in there. I don't know. What's behind that door? I think it's worth a look. Does, does it go towards where the ship <coughs> isn't anymore, or is, does it go further into the hull? Um, further into the hull. The door. The door, yeah. yeah. Alright, well, we'll wedge the uh, hatch open. Um, after you. Yeah, thank you very much. Climb down. You climb down? Chicken over. <laughs> Go have a look at the barrels. The barrels contain frozen lumps of what you recognise as whale blubber. Mmm, tasty. It's a whaling ship. The yes. crates, however, appear to be empty. It looks like they've held something. You're not sure what they held, but they've clearly been emptied. And Probably some, some sort of supplies, or maybe could be anything if they abandon ship. <clears throat> uh, she'll go through the door. You open the door. Um, as you pull the door open, the skeleton falls out from the other side. <coughs> Make me a sanity check. Yep. Thirteen. I'm fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I am fine. Yeah. You both jump, but okay. Yeah, we were expecting more bodies. <coughs> um, does, does it have any? Does it have a uniform on or anything? A sailor's uniform on. No particular rank. No, no markings. Okay. Anything. So what is it? Just like a cupboard or? No, it's another hold. Oh, it's someone's been up against. It was kind of yeah, he kind of you know <coughs> against the door. Oh, it was leaning. Side. Yeah, and fallen. Right. How, I wonder how long they've uh, poor souls been dead for. Yeah. Well, so that was dated March. What was there a year in there? It was this year. This year. Mm. Okay. So. Don't know. Ice can build up pretty quickly around the around this. Well, this could be anything. Idea from half a year to a year. Ruler idea. No. Yes, I I do. You now you saw it as you're looking at the body. He's not died by violence. Mm-hmm. And if he's died by exposure, why did you leaning against the door like that? Like casually nah, leaning against the door. Unless he wasn't leaning against the door. It's a little bit strange. Oh, I hate you. Swung. The whole the door back to the deck has just swung shut. Maybe you didn't pop it open well enough. Oh, we'll deal with it on the way back out. Let's uh, see what's through here. I walk into yeah. the room we just opened. You walk into the room we just opened. I, I shall surreptitiously loosen my pistol and it's also. You uh, find there's lots of crates of canned goods and lots of actual tins just lying on the floor. The labels have dried and cracked from the ice and fallen off. And this lit, it looks like it was the main like food storage. Mm. A lot of it is gone. I assume they took what they could. But whatever was left is just lying on the floor. And at the other end, there is another door. I'll open it and try my torch through. There is a smaller room with sunlight shining in from the other end. There's a massive rent in the hole. Uh, does this look like the bit that I saw? <laughs> You're getting coming up in. to it, yeah. Okay, I'll, not, look for, I'll look for the not, body. It's not the hole. <clears throat> it's, you're there. It's probably the other side of this bulkhead. In front. There's another room. Oh, I see. Okay, okay. And then there's a rent in the far wall of this room. Okay. Make me a spot check as you enter this room. Yep. Nope. I spot. You spot the safe. Oh, safe, you say? In You know, it's like a floor safe. Mm-hmm. 
you see the uh, handle, keyhole. There's no tumblers. Yeah. Keyhole and handle. No key? No key. Mm. Okay. Um, well, we don't... I assume we can't break into it in any way. You could pick the lock. No, I couldn't. Do you point out the safe? Yes, I do. Um, I'm sure Starkey's mentioned uh, he's had a bit of experience with locks. Well, we're going down here afterwards. Yeah, I think uh, we're, from what I think, this is the rent we saw coming in. The rest should be behind that bulkhead. How bad an explosion do you think it was to do? Well, it seems to have vaporized most of the sh- most of the middle of the ship. I would imagine this was a huge explosion. I can't imagine what could have gone wrong. I mean, steam engines moderately safe in the stern end. If it's that big of an explosion, how is uh, the ship's then near enough one piece? But it's not, we're missing. Well, as opposed to have not cracked it down the middle. It is cracked. It is cracked down the middle, though. I wasn't paying attention. (laughs) (laughs) I was was looking at them, they're there. (laughs) If it's true, you did not spot Um, (laughs) Yeah, it's like, you've got the ship. Like, the front of the ship. The middle bit's gone, and the rest is sort of twisted in the ice and half sunk. Oh, I assumed it was still in one piece. No, just no. a big hole in the middle. Well, because what would have happened is it would have exploded. The water would have rushed in. The water would have then froze, and thus you've got the build up, and it's why it's still sank. Giving you that smile <laughs> of mm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 Meanwhile, um, grab the door. Yes. In the Gabrielle's longboat. On the way back to the Gabrielle. Mm-hmm. Oh, can we see them out the rent? <laughs> no. You, you, you got, um, as I said, you're in the room kind of just before it. You can see like the outer edge of it, but you have to get through this next door oh, okay. into okay. the engine yeah. room to see out of the hole. Make me a spot hidden check. Uh, yes, just. You're old and shivering <coughs> and uh, being rowed back towards the Gabrielle. You notice a lump of ice quite a large lump of ice floating past okay and inside that lump of ice there is a rowing boat mm-hmm and you can make out the name Wallaroo the Wallaroo's lifeboat I yeah. oh well lean over to see if I can see anything in the, the boat do you point out to the sailors ask them to take you closer you're yeah. not quite close enough to get a proper look into the ice as you are yeah so I, I mentioned that it's something that's maybe worth investigating yeah yeah, they they change direction and head over there, and yeah, they they manage to get close. Make me another spot check as you can now peer into the ice. Yeah, I see you very well. You can see the uh, boat; it's stacked with supplies. Oh. The oars are out, which is a bit odd because it's encased in ice, mm. and there's no one in it. Mystery supplies. Um, I suggest perhaps we can take this back with us. Well, we'd have to get a boat round it and tow it back to the Gabrielle, and we could maybe hoist it on board. It would take a bit longer, but it might have valuable supplies on it. Well, we might learn something about them. Hmm. Um, I'll go in that iceberg. Don't know how to get a boat round it, though. It's a bit big. And we haven't really got anything to attach it to this side of the iceberg. Um, well, what do we have? Rope. Because we, we want to, like hit on to like hammer the rope in this end and then we can <laughs> sail around it and then you'd have the rope all around it and then we could just tow it back but we ain't got anything to do that with well I don't know the best magic 
don't want to lose sight of it either by going back with Gabrielle. Um, I'm sorry, it's your slightly naked and wrapped up in blankets. <laughs> I am wrapped up in blankets. You feeling okay? Fingers, toes, not too numb? It's fine. <laughs> Least of your problems if you're naked in the freaking Antarctic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's other things to worry about. Um, I don't know. I mean, might be important, but I don't know how to tie it back with Gabrielle. Well, if you've got any ideas, what are the oars doing at the moment? What? They're inside the ice. The hmm. whole thing is encased in ice. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, which is why you're peering in through the ice. Um. Looking at it, it looks like this was attached to something larger and it's broken off because spring is here and it's. <coughs> well, I mean, can't we just. Um, make some notches in the ice to tie it around? Well, yeah, no, no. We can tie a rope around it. Yeah. But we've got nothing to. What we have to do mm-hmm. is attach the rope here somehow, mm-hmm. sail around the iceberg, paying out the rope, <laughs> so we wrap it around the thing, and then drag it back to the Gabrielle. How heavy is that bloody iceberg be? Why not go over the top for all the way around? Yeah, but that's because they're climbing mostly over it, Mr. Mandalay. Underwater. Mm. Yeah, they? that's true. <laughs> I mean, towing another ship and full of supplies is one thing, towing... Ship full of supplies encased in ice. <coughs> you're in a you're in a manual rowboat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the problem is, is we don't come, come back with a huge ice. Right. Yeah, we're go up to the side and just row pushing it. I mean, it's pretty hard to row a, a rowboat on its own. True. Did you add all mm. that mass to it? And they're having this chat while someone's about to die from hypothermia. <laughs> Well, I suppose we have to leave it then, or find a way to stop it from moving. <laughs> Why? I thought all the guys supplies on it. Supplies are cool. Might have other things on it. I can't really tell. <coughs> can have like more gold. You, really want. you don't have to. Oh, uh, I do have an idea. You could always throw a rope over it. Well, I ha- already had that idea. I just didn't know what I wanted. <laughs> That's the only other way, because they don't have the equipment to secure this thing. And if you sail back to the Gabrielle, come back with equipment, it might have drifted off. Mm. Entirely up to you. You can leave it, or you can do something to attach it to the boat. It's up to you, Mr. Mandalay. Well, hang on. There is this one trick I learnt in uh, grammar school. <laughs> well, okay, Mr. Mandalay, but be careful, okay? We don't. He do... stands up, whoosh, and the, the, the cloaks fall off. <laughs> whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. <laughs> Mr. Mandalay, <laughs> we haven't given you the rope yet. What are you swinging? <laughs> like I told you, grandma's gone. <laughs> are you doing this, Mr. Mandalay? Yeah. How are you doing this without taking your ropes off? Your your blankets off? Ropes. Well, I just uh, only one hand. I'm only okay. going to do a one-handed throw. It's not like I need to do a good throw for this to work. Fair <laughs> um, enough. Spend anything. the magic points and the hit points. Uh-huh. Just one. Um, you are so making a not-get-hypothermia roll when we get back to the caveat. Uh, <laughs> so you see... You can't tie a lasso in a rope. Yeah. 
if you throw it a certain way, I'm, I'm trying to lasso it. Is that what I'm doing? Mm, that's what you got to do. Oh, right. I thought I was going to um, throw it over the top and have it come back out under and, and up. <laughs> they, they would never believe that, no matter what sort of <laughs> learn that grammar school. You can do it that <laughs> way, but that way is going to look really dodgy. <laughs> Whatever. This is mad. What are they going to do? Fair enough. <laughs> you they going to make sanity checks. Jump you into hurt. the water. <laughs> they do have to make sanity checks for this. And you uh, see, um, <laughs> and you see the angle of the throw and the force just makes it whip right back around. Three of them just sit there going in stupefied silence of what the how, and the uh, other did one. Did you do the under? Or did you just do the lasso? He did his no, just just did the. Uh, uh, it was just the rope. It's the end of the rope I threw. Mr. Mandalay has literally just thrown this rope at this iceberg. It's gone over, round, and come back, and landed in the boat with a wet thump. Mm. Three of them are just frozen in <laughs> shot, and, and the fourth one is like, there's something not right about you, Mr. Mandalay. That, that's impossible. No, 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 you see the, uh, the rope... No, 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 I don't want to know. <laughs> Seriously, just get back in yeah, your blanket. Yeah, go on, explain it to them. <laughs> Just out of character, I want to explain how this looks kind of lucky, but not perhaps not impossible. No, it is impossible. It's completely impossible. There's no way it looks possible. No, it is impossible, but there's a way. There's a way to make it look more plausible than just a rope going back on it. No, no, no. Not with coming back underneath and flipping back up into the boat. Yeah, there is because no. if you no. throw it a certain way, what it, what it will look like is that it's um, caught on the corner of the ice, and then, um, but it's still got quite a lot of momentum. Momentum. momentum dissipate. Uh, it might work on Mister Tenright and some land lovers, yeah. but these are mm. sailors. <laughs> yeah, they Sorry, sadly man. know what happens mm. to rope when it hits the water. Tell you, Tenemite would probably believe you 100%. Carl, Dr. Barnard... It might not kill all the momentum if it went in... No, no, it would. Yes, it would. Sadly, honey, this looks ridiculously impossible. And three of them fail off their sanity checks, and it's about ten minutes before you get going again. And these guys are really creeped out. But you've got a rope on the thing, and you tow this boat back to the Gabrielle very slowly. But don't worry, that's ten more minutes. Ugh, for goodness sake. Almost about to get hypothermia. Just, uh... (laughs) I'm going to look up the hypothermia walls in a moment. I just hope you don't get frostbite in your uh, gin and tonic making D10 hands. for number of fingers lost. <laughs> D10 for number of toes lost. Oh, only one toe. You're okay. Yeah, but that was right. nine fingers. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Barnard. Uh, a, a ten rolls up to the whole hands. <laughs> Dr. Barnard. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, I'm in a particularly good mood. Um, uh, for some reason. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Looting the dead. Well, grave robbers. Oh, oh! Is it, do we 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 pretty much uh, exhausted the possibilities in the captain's quarters? Yes. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'll suggest we we maybe go to the bridge. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll say we we have the logbook, so yeah, we've probably got the most complete okay. account of what's you happened. You can't get to the bridge. Okay. You can't get the captain's quarters, and the corridor is just a sheet of ice. The front uh, part of the boat is literally encased in ice. Do, 
so we have the last entry. It doesn't really say <coughs> what happened. Would I need to read the whole thing to figure yeah, out? Yeah, sit down and go. There's, there's quite a lot of entries before okay. that last one um, about, you know, compare. You'd have to sit down and read it. Is there any way to skim it just to see if there was... Make me a library use roll Ooh, to find the relevant entry. Something I could do. Yes. Um, flicking through it, uh, there is an entry oh, that catches your eye. It's yep. called All Stop this evening. Me and Henry, um, confined crews to quarter, we met the Spaniard. The transaction oh. went ahead. Then about 24 hours later, you get another entry, which is treachery. The Spaniard has betrayed us. The main boiler exploded this afternoon. We are dead in the water. The ice is coming. And then it just seems to detail what they did to try to you know, right. prepare to escape. Is there anything before that about the Spaniard? Glance back, there is a couple of mentions of you know meeting him on this date at these coordinates. Yeah, but nothing met one, you've met them all. <laughs> nothing, nothing more in detail oh, about sorry. that. <laughs> okay, um, well, I'll, I'll show uh, Stockweather the entry. Um, hmm, that's a bit peculiar. Must have been smuggling or something, maybe. Maybe they made a drop off and the blighters clearly sabotaged their ship, so they uh. <coughs> Tying up loose ends. Hmm. hmm. It's all rather strange. Um, it is a little bit. I don't think there's much else in here, though. I had a quick look in the crew quarters. It's empty. It is now that I've been there now. <laughs> <laughs> Should we go find the others? Yes. Yeah. I think. I think we're we pretty much solved this mystery. Okay. Um. As you get back on deck, Officer Taylor stood there with his binoculars. He's like. Um. My men appear to be towing an iceberg and haven't gone back to the Gabrielle yet. What? No, no, can no, I no. see? Seriously. You can see the rowboat and there's quite a hefty chunk of ice attached to it by rope. What the bloody hell are they doing? Mr Mandalay is still there wrapped up in blankets. <laughs> shivering away slightly. They all gone mad. I've got no idea. <laughs> Kinda maybe, yeah. <laughs> Why don't you and the captain go and find the others? I'm going to try and signal them. When were they supposed to come back for us? Were they well, they should have to... been there and back by now. Oh, Christ. Okay. Uh, go go find the others. I'll stay here and try and signal them. Lord knows what they're doing. They're just... Uh, yeah, go find the others. <laughs> Sitting there. How close are they back to the... Uh, they're about halfway there, maybe. But they, they've kind of gone... They're not... They've kind of gone off that way, off to the left. Rather than straight back to the Gabrielle, they've gone off at a tangent. And now they're coming back in towards the Gabrielle, towing this lump of ice. I'm in the hold, I don't know any of this. I just, yeah, I walk off. You walk off? Okay, um, you get to the aft end of the ship. Um, there's no sign of the others. Ice and... Hello! Um... I say. Um, yep, yeah, there's no answer. Spark is like, well, where the bloody hell have they gone? Well, they haven't been to any of this. He's poking at the ice on the deck. Is there any obvious way they would have gone? You can see hatches. There, there is a large hatch, but it's all buried under the ice. So clearly, they you know, haven't gone through there? They clearly haven't gone through there, no. Um, You're a dick. Yes, yes, I am. <laughs> Hello! Hello! 
Edward! Carl! Do we hear this? No. Is there... Where have they gone around the other side? He kind of walks across the deck and around the back of it. I don't know where they've gone. Most peculiar. Well, they kind of left the ship. Well, no, of course not. Maybe they've gone back up front and we missed them. Go and have a look. Okay, you walk up the front. You look around the captain's cabin. There's no sign of them. But make me a spot hidden check as you <coughs> you look and yes. see. Yes, a good spot hidden. Captain skeleton. It's not there. Excuse me. The captain's body is not there. <coughs> Officer Solo took it for some uh, quiet time. Starkloff is like peering at the other end of the corridor. Wasn't that a wall of ice? What? Oh. Corridor leading up to the front of the ship. I don't. Was it? Do I remember? Uh, you thought so. Okay. We in a different corridor? Just in part of the ship, maybe. We well, we're in the cap. We're, so we're standing in the captain's quarters. Mm-hmm. The room. There's the open chest with the yeah. padlock on the floor. Yeah. But there's no captain's body. No. Okay. Sure. Robbing we... the chest, but the body as well. well should we go and ask Turlo what he's done with the body? Did we? We had to cross. <laughs> we had to cross. Turlo's standing in the middle. Turlo's like. Wait. He's still. So he hasn't. He hasn't moved. He's still kind of signalling the boat, but no one's seen him yet. We'll go out and say, Turlo, did you move the body? Which body? The captain's body. No, I've been up here. What are you talking about, man? I don't know. So can we get to the bridge now? Okay. Let's go that way. (laughs) I'm trying to come with you, Dr. Barnard. Feeling okay? Yeah, come, come here. Come and have a look. You follow you go in. back to the crew to the captain's quarters. He's like, "What's Starkweather's reaction to this?" Starkweather is just baffled. <laughs> He's like, "Well, I haven't touched it. <clears throat> Maybe it's the others. If Edward is playing some kind of juvenile prank, I'm going to slap him so hard he'll end up backing Melbourne." <laughs> Let's go this way, Carl, Edward. Starkweather marches off down the corridor and goes, Tenant right! Tenant right! <laughs> Towards the yeah. bridge. Yeah, okay, I'll follow. Okay, meanwhile, down in the hold, what are you two doing? Well, Go through the that. next door. Yeah. You open the next door. There is what should have been the engine room. Mm-hmm. There's like a little half a foot lip of... Do I have to make a sanity check for the body guy? No. It's just, at the moment, it's just baffling. It's not really... Yeah, it hasn't really sunk in yet. Yeah. <laughs> it's when you see it standing next to you is when you should... Um, there's like a lip of um, metal, then there's massive gash where the hull is split, mm-hmm. engine room is just not here, but the outer like hull. edges of the hull is there, but on the left hand there's a massive rent you saw, yes. and on the right hand side where it's... The actual under- shell of the hull is still there. Yeah, it's all buckled and twisted, Okay. and it's, you know, separated in half, because the ship has snapped, but it's still there, and you can see Excuse that me. body you thought you saw earlier, it's kind of... Facing inwards with massive spar of the hull slammed Ooh, through its massive. back. Yeah, it looks very gruesome. But considering the things you saw up on deck. Uh, oh well. Um, okay. Um, I look around. Do I see anything that might even be the remains of some sort of engine? There's lots of twisted metal and lumps. 
If this was so, machinery, it's not anymore. So what took hold of this? Does this bit just seem to have been crushed in the ice? It's cracked in half. Yeah. The far side is it's got the hole then. The forward <coughs> And the ice, you can see it's a ta- you know, it's buried in this ice. Yeah, yeah. Whereas. Oh, I see. Okay. And there is ice. If you look down through the crack, you can see yeah. there's ice underneath. The ship is like. Uh, the back end of the ship is in the water because the ice is melting. But it looks like this whole thing must have been completely encased in ice. And now it's melting. Right. Back okay, okay, I've got forwards. you. Yeah, sorry, I just had to try and figure out where we want. Okay. Uh, Make I'll... me listen checks, both of you. Yes. I listen. Yes. You both hear a creaking sound. Oh shit. And you can feel the deck ever so slightly shifting under your feet. Um should we move to the Yeah, let's let's get to that hole in the side and let's get off the ship. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. How are you getting over there? The deck is gone, there's big hole, there's Ice under there. Shifting. Oh, sorry. I thought you said there was a gap. Yeah, not... there, you're on like little ledge. Yeah. That size of this table, and then it's just ruined mess. Oh, um, I see. There's no way from get to here to the gash. You could jump it. How... There, there is like bits of the deck. How likely of a jump would that be? Not a very difficult jump. Not a very difficult one. But it's very disturbing. You can feel the deck, the whole aft end of the ship. Well, I, I must have been around this similar sort of situation before. Not. Obviously, in the middle of the Antarctic, but Norway, Norway, where the hell, wherever the hell I'm from, Sweden. is in the Arctic Circle. <laughs> so I must have some experience with like um, ships and ice. So I know this is bad. Generally, All not something walking you want. around, opening doors. Yeah. Okay. Um, I will grab um, some rope and uh, a grapnel if I've got it. Of, any, of some sort. Yep, you got all your supply equipment. That's fine. I will then throw it to um, the other side, the gap, um, and hold it and go. You first. Make a throwing roll onto the ice. How good are you at throwing? Um, base. Yeah, me too. So <laughs> let's see how this goes. Tell me what you get. I'm basically just going to do this. Good. Make sure I keep hold of the end of the rope by wrapping it round yeah. my wrist. So I don't like a... Just roll and tell me what you got. 59. It's very easy. You're literally just... You're, li- you're, not, you're, you're just tossing this to the other side of the ship and then just pulling the rope okay, back good. until it <laughs> hooks on something. It's like, it's not very good, but it's enough. Okay. The entire floor shudders under you as the ship... <laughs> Let's move! Yeah. Um, onto the rope. Yeah. And the climbings. No, no, no you tight rope across. That's how we're doing this. Yeah. Balance Robert. Arms out. Sword cane in hands. <laughs> and then when you get to the other and then when you get to the other side, you're like, hey Carl. Slice. Bang! Next. Roll me climb. Uh ooh no. Oh my. 80. You start going and you slip and you slide down into the gash. Oh, oh, oh no. Make me a luck check. No. You lose four hit points Ooh. as you gash open the side of your leg as you slide down this. Gash. Oh well, he's a goner. 
Oh, Leaf. I knew I screamed. Tenant Wright has just fallen down this hole. <coughs> Bomb me, listen, as you're calming yourself down. And Tenant Wright. Yes. You hear the door into the other hole behind mm-hmm. you opening. Look around. There's a figure shuffling slowly towards you. Tattered clothing. Uh, green glowing uh, eyes. Sanity check. Uh, as this shambling skeleton lumbers towards Three sanity points, because that's just like the what the fuck. Okay. Um, I will draw my pistol. Mm-hmm. Because, quite frankly, fuck this. I, I'm not messing around with this. I... Shoot Tenon, right? And leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the nicest thing. Where, where exactly am I? The ship's broken in two. Has yeah. There's ice underneath. You've fallen down past all the rubble and metal, and you've landed on the ice between the two broken halves of the ship, and it's shifting. Okay, I will first look down. Is he safe for he, now? He looks fine. He's on the ice. Okay. It's not the best place to be, but in that case, it's not going to be melting that quickly. The first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to aim <clears throat> and put a bullet in the thing's head that's coming towards me. Okay? Yeah. You right. spend around round <laughs> Yeah. It shuffles closer. That's fine. Um, do, <laughs> I, do I reckon I've got another round of aiming? No? Okay. Yeah. How much is aiming? 10 or 20? 10. Oh, balls. You sure it can't be 20? <laughs> uh, oh well, miss. Listen checks, and you, Mandalay. Do I need to listen oh, yeah, to this? No, no it's right above yeah. you. I hear all. So, what are you doing shooting? Help me, damn it! <laughs> you, yeah, you hit... Bit busy! <laughs> As you're falling Starkweather up onto the bridge, you step over... I throw the corpse down in the pit. A crack in the ship. <laughs> You kind of reckon you're moving from where it's broken into the forward part of the ship. Yeah. And you definitely hear a gunshot from underneath. Or like below us. Yeah. Not Dark Weather also kind of stops. But instead of Officer Tello, you hear a gunshot across the water. Okay. Because you have know, Arctic water, it's open, it's <coughs> clear. <clears throat> sailors, sailors haven't heard it, they're still rowing. I, I look back to see if I can see anything. You can make me a spot hidden. A huge tentacle figure rises up in no, the other horizon going, <laughs> You can't see anything. You're not entirely sure what that was. Huh. And you're naked and in a blanket. I choose to ignore it. Shut <laughs> <laughs> up. Unless it's a rabid penguin or something, stop shooting. Come help me. Make me a dodge roll as this thing lunges at you. <laughs> yes. You. <laughs> this I throw it in the pit with him. <laughs> it lands at you and it pitches head first into the pit. That that is what I was shooting at. A skeleton <laughs> comes clattering down. You're like, whoa, what the fuck? And it shatters bones everywhere. Skull goes bounce, bounce, bounce. Oh good. Why are you shooting at a skeleton? Why are you throwing a dead body? <laughs> yes. Crazy Swede. Quite finished asking silly questions. I'll throw another rope down to you. Threw a skeleton down at me. <laughs> Do you want this questions. rope or not? I grabbed the rope. <laughs> <laughs> you grabbed the rope. You must make me a constitution times five roll. No. Uh, Tenant White tries to stand up, screams like a little girl, and then um, flops sideways. Can I get a bonus oh, for using boss. my sword cane as a cane? Already, <laughs> what, for exactly? <laughs> I've already taken that into account. Well, just in a normal times five. What's wrong oh, with you? Did you manage to hold on to it when you fell down? Yes. 
What, what's wrong with you now? Um, my leg is cut open. Blood everywhere. <sighs> well, yeah. at least it will have stopped bleeding in this weather. Um, okay. Grab the rope, wrap it around your waist. Let's do this the difficult way. I do this. Uh, Another one. I'm behind you. <laughs> I turn around. Really? Yeah. There's about two of them. I close the door. You close the door. Is, is it like a big metal bulkhead thing? Yeah. Right? Okay. Someone says like there's a zoom and a dent in the door. What? Oh, for fuck's sake. Right. I pull him up and say, help me here. Roll me your What's your strength times five? My strength times five is 55. Well, I don't know if I can do this. No, you're shit at You're doing it, but slowly, because he's a heavy fucking lump. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> fucking aristocrat. He's size 16. <laughs> he is like a Madonis of, you know, sculptured muscles and prettiness. Him? Yeah. His strength is only nine, though. Yeah. I, I, I've got the more sort of um, flabby, uh, slightly pasty. Um, well, I've got an appearance of fourteen. That's no, he, average. He, it's above no, average. No, no, it's a bit above average. He is a sculptured not, Adonis. Not Adonis. Obviously, a little can, can, bit of uh, indulgence. The, muscle, right, the still... muscles are all for sort of for show rather than actual physical. Yeah. Okay. What are you doing, Doctor Barnard? Was that a gunshot? I think so. Do you think the others have got themselves? Why, why, why did we bring these guns in the first place? It was a silly idea. I don't know. It was Carl's idea. Mm. It was an abandoned ship. I only wanted one for me. Fuck the is rest of you. Way, is there I guess if it's... So, so decks of the ship, does this just sound like it's coming from the deck below us? Hmm. Or actually like... So... Thinking about how you saw the ship... Yeah. And you're in the part of the ship you didn't think you could get to. Right. Underneath is probably where the explosion happened, so it'll be a big open hollow yeah. space. We could find a deck hatch and look down. Yeah. Genius. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> my plan. Only spot hidden. <laughs> All the zeros. At least it's on a spot. Open a door. And uh, you know, looking at the floor, trying to find a hatch. You don't find the hatch, and you completely fail to see the skeletal hand that suddenly something grips you by the head, grabs your hair, snaps yanks you into the room. Help! Wait, who's what's yanking you? What? He hasn't seen it. Something has just grabbed you. You you haven't seen it though. Oh, okay. Something has just grabbed you by the hair and yanked him into this room. You hear Starkweather scream. Officer Turlow screams as well. But um, didn't fail his sanity check. And then there is a clattering of bones, and you like stagger forward, and are like skeleton must have fallen as you opened the door and landed on your head and startled everyone. And it pulled me backwards. Yeah, it must have hit you and pulled. You don't know. It's a bit strange. <laughs> Those physics. How, how eh? unsettled <laughs> do I feel? Very. Well, not for sanity check, but that was weird. Turlow is looking disturbed. Mandalay, <laughs> yes. you have arrived at the Gabrielle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are hoisted on board. Mm-hmm. Dr. Green whisks you off. What's your constitution times five? Uh, my constitution times five is some number 60. Roll a d100. 
Uh, no, I don't go under that. Anyway. Uh, you are feeling very poorly by this point. You've got a horrible case of the chills. Um, very mild oh, hypothermia. <laughs> but Dr. Green has you in the infirmary and you should be fine. Okay. But, um, yeah, you're not feeling very well at the moment. Mm. So he's warming you back up slowly. Your core temperature's dropped. I shiver some. Do you have the bucket friends as well? He does not have the bucket friends. Uh, the bucket friends. <laughs> yes, people at home, that is the official name for being sick now. The bucket friends. <laughs> Even Chow wasn't here last time and he picked up on that. <laughs> just... Why? Who came up with that one? I think I said it because I couldn't think of the word I wanted and it just stuck. <laughs> I, was, I meant like, you know, you've got a bucket and it is your friend because you're being sick in the bucket all the time. And it came out as bucket friends. <laughs> Thus, bucket friends are born. Hey, uh, Mandalay, um, Professor Moore comes in to see you after about 10, 15 minutes. He's very perplexed. Mandalay. Yes? <coughs> very disturbed sailors. Apparently you're very good with a rope. Uh, yes. Anyway, um, we had a look at that. Well, I had a closer look at that, um... <laughs> Iceberg? Iceberg you brought back for us. It's not a big one anymore. And Dr. Professor Albemarle had a look as well, and he says it's a bit strange. It shouldn't be possible for something like that to get completely encrusted in just six months. It did look unusual. Um... Anyway, um, we're going <laughs> to see if... Like someone used to freeze We're going to see if we can get it on ship. And we're going to, um try and get in there I mean there might be bodies in there there might be a clue we can't see anyone though which is a bit weird unless they got washed overboard or something yes well it's worth a check I thought which is why I had it brought back anyway uh, Dr Green says you're not feeling very well so um, no. I'll keep you informed and in how we get on yeah I've sent the long boat back to the uh, Wallaroo for the others oh yes have you heard from them no not yet they're probably having a whale of a time <laughs> that was a terrible thing. <laughs> was that too much? That DM. <laughs> yeah. That, I wasn't even planning that. I just said well over time because that's what you say. <laughs> you know, they've taken Tenant Wright and James. They're probably, I don't know, looking for buried treasure or something. Yes, yes. Nah. We found that. has been reading those books. Um. <laughs> Wait, you let Tenant Wright read books? Oh, only the only harmless the ones when I'm, I can help it. Yes, he was telling me about the red herring. It sounds like a thrilling adventure story for a six-year-old. I'd put it in more 14, 15-year-olds. We're going teens. It's a riveting tale of um, the slow daring do or something. Which is probably why he's off having, oh God, we've left him alone now. Wrecked ship. Oh, Carl's with him. And Dr. Barnard and Officer Turler, they'll be fine. I'm sure he'll be fine. I can't imagine what possible harm he could do. Have some Easter egg, Mr. Mandalay. Great. Was this another of the orders that we missed? We got Easter eggs instead of, I don't know, (laughs) ham. (laughs) (laughs) We've got like... That's my doing, sorry. We've got like 70 tons of Easter egg. I don't know why. Found them in a box downstairs. I was looking for pepper. Very oh, well. Thank you. Would you like some Easter eggs, Jonathan? Go on then. He's suspending it. Meanwhile, back on the wall room. Um, what are you doing, Dr. Bernard? 
looking around. Yep, there's just bones on the floor now. But you've seen no sign of any deck hatches. <laughs> You're standing on one behind. No, okay. no dear mate. Shall we, well, can they see anything? They, otherwise, should we carry on to the bridge? Hmm, Lobster Tail is like, I don't want to worry you both, but in point of fact, the way you came, the corridor is blocked off with ice. <laughs> Sanity checks. You better not have brought the living ice onto the Gabrielle, man, they. Now I get to zero six. Um, very disturbing. You lose one sanity point because <laughs> what the hell is going on? Stockwell has put his gun out and he's like, hmm. I think I'm going <clears> to <throat> copy Stockwell. <laughs> Officer Turlow has his gun out as well and he's like, um, The gun that I took from mm. the captain, does it seem functional? Yeah. How many bullets are left in it? Five. The Look, I'm you I'm only following the tropes, right? Because I mean, so I bring something onto the wherever, and somewhere, somewhere else, there's a team somewhere else who discover that the thing is just very dangerous. No, and then, in the tropes is there and, and a then, freezing cold butler who magics <laughs> a rope around an iceberg. That is not a trope. I'm going to I'm going to, got the point, and I'm going to have a look for that one. The cursed I gold mean, coins. I didn't even talk about the rope. Cursed then, gold <laughs> coins, however. And then, yeah, that is very trope uh, and then at the moment that they um, realise that the thing's incredibly dangerous, it <laughs> cuts back to the us kind of I don't know, tossing the. Um, uh, Dangerous ice around with gay abandon, um, <laughs> and it all progresses from there. So, what am I doing? <laughs> okay, um, uh, the way behind you to the bridge is clear, but yeah, the panel back into the other part of the ship is iced over again. That's not possible, is it? No, unless the ship was turning. How much ice is there? I mean, how, how... quite thick. It's like you go up and you look and it's, yeah, it's inches thick. You could not hit your way out of this. Really? You could dig your way out if you had an ice pick. Eventually. This looked like it did the first time you saw it. It was just a sheet of ice. Just shoot through it if it's only a few inches thick. Yeah, I don't know how... No, I, know, no, I need like, like an axe or something. Hmm. You couldn't shoot through um, it. Officer Teller is backing away towards the bridge. Don't think it's not right. Yeah, let's let's calm down, man. Let's stick together. Let's. Uh, well, we only really have one option. Here. We no carry on. We carry on. There are doors left and right, and they're open. It's like navigation room, map room, yeah, bathroom. We get onto the bridge, and it's completely buried in the ice. You right. can't see the front uh, front deck because there's just a wall of ice, and there is a figure standing by the wheel, holding it. Wearing a captain's hat. Captain Willard, I presume? Hello. <coughs> Shit. Mm. I needed a crew. And he starts turning the wheel. Sanity checks. Could be worse. I pass. <laughs> I'm too sane. I'm still at 77. <laughs> Don't complain about it. This, this, <laughs> this cannot exist because I refuse to believe it does. Lose four. Regardless of the pass. Officer Turlow screams and just starts unloading his gun at this thing and completely misses. And Darkweather is low. I've lost five in a. Um, is that. Six. Is it six you need or five? Five. Okay. 
sorry. What would it be 100? No. No, D10, sorry. Uh, D10 is 1. You scream! Ah! And just keep screaming. I think you wish you sounded that manly. <laughs> what are you doing? You're still, still at. You can still at. You're just screaming in. Okay, so who's shooting? Officer Teller is firing and completely missing. <coughs> Captain Starkweather seems to have locked up. I'll, I'll fire. Yeah, I'm going to try and shoot. <coughs> Zero six. I fucking impale. You shoot this thing. You hit it in the back of the head. It explodes. There's this rushing wave of ice crystals. Like cool. the entire front window of the ah! bridge. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> this wave of ice crystals rushes towards you, but you, the three, three, three of I you. You kind of like no. Nah! As this ice comes rushing towards you. Meanwhile, downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, pulling yeah. him up. You pull him up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Make me some checks. Make me both of you as you get turned right up yep. to the ledge with you. Yep. And gun You either. hear the distant screams of three grown men echoing off the wooden walls and well, what the, the hell is going on? Here? Oh, you get across. And behind you, the door is still <laughs> boom. Something is hey, hitting the that? door. And Somebody they are trying to kill us. Can you get across the bridge, please? Uh, now, no, no, first. What do you mean, trying to kill us? What's trying to kill us? Are, are we really going to have this discussion right here? Fine. This, this, this bulkhead door suddenly the strip is teared out of it, and this fleshless skeletal arm lunges through. Sanity checks. I've already seen one, though. I mean, yeah, this yeah. is horrifying. Yeah, fine. Uh, no, <laughs> just no. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> two off. You lose two. I grab him, oh, slap him. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, I need him to get across yeah, the bridge. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try and get across this bridge. Um, I stick my gun through the gap and fire once and don't yeah. know if I do anything. Well, uh, you do again? Mm-hmm. Will you shut up? <laughs> can, can I do it slowly for a bonus? I'll do it slowly for a bonus. Yeah. What's my TN? Uh, just roll and have a look at 51. That is enough. Tenant Wright manages. Hallelujah. You get to the vent in the side of the ship. It's very difficult, Clive. And you make it. And as you're peering out the ship, you can see the rowboat from the Gabrielle is approaching. It's not here yet. It's about 500 yards away. I wave at it. No. 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 <laughs> One more person on board this ship. <laughs> no. I also yell, over here! <laughs> oh, they hear that. <laughs> I scramble across. Well, climb. Yes. Yeah, you scramble across. I have a climb of 70 now. <laughs> the bulkhead door is being ripped apart by something. This one, I, I will stand outside it, and when it, when it finally comes through and I can see ahead, I will shoot it. As you about to open fire, the rowboat from the Gabrielle comes up alongside you, and suddenly it's just a door. Okay, that's fine. Too weird. Not even going to try and comprehend it. I'm going to scramble up the rope that was there previously mm-hmm. to get to deck and go look for this lot. You find Captain Starkweather, mm-hmm. Officer Turlow, mm-hmm. and uh, Dr. Barnard lying uh... unconscious. 
No longer screaming. Oh, thank God. They're yeah. just in an unconscious heap on the deck. Okay, I'll grab some of the um, people from the robot. So, can we get up here? We've got injured, please. Let's move it. Let's move it. You get them all back um, into the did, robot. Do you, did you take the journal? Yeah. Captain, yeah. you've yeah. got it. Okay. I'll see right. it and make sure you do. And you head back to the Gabriel. Yes. Just before we do that, I'm going to look through that rent. That door is solid hmm. now. Yeah. Absolutely. There's there's no dents, no bullet holes in it. Where no I giant rents. Okay, too weird. We'll deal with that. So, I will, I'll go mad later when I've got time. So, what was all that about on there? Ah, oh, don't I, worry. We're safe now. I fell down. You started shooting at something. No, you then must have been mistaken. I was still unconscious. It, it wasn't um, me shooting at nothing. Yeah, on. no one's trying to wake you up. You chucked a skeleton down when I yeah, fell over. No, it was the clattering. It wasn't a gunshot. I don't know where you get that idea from. That, Why that did you skeleton... chuck a skeleton at me? It fell through Man. the door. You know when the ship moved? The door that was closed behind us? No, no, no. It was open. I saw you close it. Yes, after you came back up. It was already open. That's why I shut it. In case something else fell through. Probably your face. Oh. Everything I'm saying is true, though. This is true. <laughs> yeah, I don't believe. All I remember is you shot something and then dropped a skeleton at me. Uh, what is my... <laughs> my persuade base. Is my fast talk any better? Oh, my fast talk. 60. Heck yeah. Yes. But... Uh, just you're <laughs> very confused, but everything he's saying is making sense. Clearly, something believe you know, you all of the this. door to step out onto that platform. Then the ship shifted, something fell through, and then he shut the door. It does make perfect logical sense. It's just it was the adrenaline you got caught up. Now let's get oh, that. Wo- let's get that wound scene too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a shame we had to lose so quickly. Uh, James, we found a safe. James is unconscious. I, fir- I first aid. Do you need? Do I need to do one roll for all of them? Yeah. Uh, then eighteen out of six. Yeah. You start bringing them all around. What do you think happened to these guys? Obviously, Carlo was I like, have "No idea." What? It was them that screamed, wasn't it? Yes. Are you, are you okay? We heard screaming. I'm not. You're sure. been unconscious. <coughs> we found, we found you. Mm-hmm. Yes. I remember yeah. anything. You remember everything, but Officer Carlo <laughs> doesn't seem to remember anything. Oh, we on deck and. Everyone okay? Yeah, I'm here. Starkweather? Starkweather is... He gives you a very stern look. And ever so slightly shakes his head. Can I do a spot hidden to see that? <laughs> yes. Yes! Yeah, you see Starkweather <laughs> doing Alan a look and it's just like... You know... I, I'm sure you just tripped and fell on the slippery ice, I will say, for the benefit of everyone. Melting ice must have fallen on our heads. Yes, it's quite possible. Yes, it was quite slippery, I say, pointing out my legs. Where did that you was... two go? Oh, we were down in the hole. There wasn't much there, sadly. A load of cans. Um, oh, odd skeleton skeletons. falling on top of you. Do the, I believe them? <laughs> you saw crazy shit. But it's true! <laughs> there was nothing down there! <laughs> An odd skeleton Sent fell on for us. for the dead. I don't remember anything about them. There were dead people. Neither do you. <laughs> <laughs> Tragic loss of life. Let's get back to the Gabrielle. Did you guys find anything? Found the captain's logbook. And a gold That's coin. And a gold coin. I'll show you it to you. Oh, very nice. I'll, I'll look at it. Yeah, because, because I'm suspicious, <laughs> um, I'm not going to touch this. Dog. It begins with C, and then the second word has an M. <laughs> Roll it. Cthulhu Mythos. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I, 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 have, I, have I was going to roll credit rating to 
Yeah, I'll see a handle. It's not credit mating, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I have seven. Do I get to roll? You can, but he's got more. Uh, no, I'm not even close you to roll as well. Yeah. Can no. I roll my credit rating and see if I recognise this coin? No, uh, it's nothing you've ever seen before in your lives. Nope. Uh, but you get back to the Gabrielle. Uh, the boat is winched back on board. There is a massive chunk of melting ice on the foredeck. What? Is this uh, doing Professor Moore and several uh, of the uh, the engineering team, you know, the ones who are going to be operating the, the drills, weirdest thing I've are there with ice you. picks and everything, trying <coughs> to hack this stuff off, and sailors are sweeping the ice shards over the uh, side I'll of go, the ship. I'll go over to Moore and go, Oh, you're back! How mm. did you go? It was fine. Why is that here? Mandalay found it. It's the um, Wallaroo's um, lifeboat. We figured we'd break it out of the ice and see what we could learn. Right. I look at Starkweather. I see. Stark? Um, excuse me. I, I will grab you and Starkweather. Not you. <laughs> uh, no no offence. You. you Chow, just no. <laughs> you are being washed off to the infirmary because yes. of... Yes. Yes. Gash leg is terrible. Okay, gentlemen, Mandalay, come I'll here. come back to you three yeah, in a moment. Yeah. Mandalay, Tenant Wright is rushed in. The doctor is attending him. Talk. Mm. Oh, oh you're back. Looks like both of us um, came to some unfortunate incident during this Been in the water, adventure. Iodine. Iodine. Oh. <sighs> Nothing <laughs> fatal, I hope. No, no, it's the minor <laughs> gash. Hey, look at it. It is minor. No such luck, my man. No such luck. Yes. No, um, um, I'm going to have to clean this out. Rusty, ice-ridden metal. Not nice. But he's just got a three. Yeah, you're going to be fine. <laughs> I'm sorry, we're going to have to amputate. And he's how needle and thread. How, how are you doing, Mandalay? Oh, only mildly frozen. He has a mild case of what well, could have been hypothermia, but I think I got to him in time. So he has a mild good. case Nothing of being a giant wuss. Hmm? <laughs> Nothing going to drop off, I hope? <laughs> no. Excellent. Terminal, terminal case of man. Point. Did you find anything? Uh, apparently the others did. We didn't find much down in the holds. A few uh, dead bodies... Oh, tragic. They, they found uh, some gold, though, and uh, a logbook. A doubloon? Gold? Yes. Was it Mars? No, uh, doubloons. Doubloons? Well, doubloon. Dr. Green gives you a look, um, Mr. Andley. Yes. It's like, he found a gold doubloon. Well, good for you. No, no, no. Not me, um... <laughs> Dr. Bernard's. Oh, too well, bad for you. Well, we were just you. saying you've been reading those adventuring books oh, and you go off and actually find gold doubloons. What are the chances of that? Oh, well, well, obviously, it's a good sign for what's to come. Just like <laughs> young Billy in the red herring, eh? Well, good for you, sir. Anyway, uh, this is going to sting a lot. Have a gin. Is that a double one? This is just a gin. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> no, sir, this is the bottle. <laughs> Uh, medicine. Ooh, yes, that's fine. Okay, meanwhile, Starkers and uh, Bernard and Larson. Um, for reasons I don't think it would be a good idea if that ship left the ice. Just saying it, floating it as an idea. What happened to you two down there? Nothing. Mr. Tenant Wright fell, in, fell down the crack of the ice and we had to hoist him up. Who's asking? Stark I'll say with a two straight face. I see. 
Uh, ha- Alan, do you remember a thing that moved that shouldn't have moved? Kong? Yes. We saw them too. Yes, I'm sure you saw something. My point being, back to the immediate question is, do we want this boat on the ship? I feel the question of what we saw <laughs> is, is, is of Not direct relevance to this. Exactly, it is. So let us answer the question. Otherwise, do we want this ship on the boat? This boat on the ship. Whichever's bigger. <laughs> <laughs> Boatception. <laughs> Alan. We, 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 we I'm kind of with Carl here. That thing needs to go back into so, your well. Some, something is off. Something is strange. Maybe we were all just hallucinating on fumes. Yes. It's I don't know. I don't fuel want fumes. I think we all know that wasn't the case. Yes. I'm going to believe it is because <laughs> I like being me. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go tell William to throw that hunk back in the water. Thank you, Captain. How are you going to justify that? I'm Captain Stone. Wait, wait, they're not talking about me, are they? <laughs> <laughs> we could be. And Mandalay as well. <laughs> I back you entirely in that. It's just we, people are going to ask questions. We found the logbook. We've got an Antarctic expedition to go to. And there were no bodies in there. Also, clearly. in something like this, it's quite possible the food was tainted and the food we on could, this may be well, tainted. Well, there you go. We we say that the supplies are tainted. We don't... Yes, we need to only hint at it. We don't need to go into too much detail. <coughs> um, I think the captain has more yes. than got this. Leave it to me, Captain Starkweather. Marches in and boards a Starkweather. He essentially <laughs> just insists that... <laughs> captain, put your penis back. Uh, fine, I'll do this to some tack instead. He takes <laughs> no, no, no tackle, no tackle. <laughs> he takes Professor Moore to one side, and they have a discussion, a very large and angry-sounding discussion. But in the end, uh, Captain Starkweather gets his way. I'll return guns to the yeah, Captain Vandenberg is just like you found the logbook. Yes, uh, there are no bodies. No, you found a mysterious gold doubloon. So. I, did, I haven't. I didn't find the doubloon person, so I can't comment. Well, it's salvage, so Captain Starkweather returns to you, Doctor Barnard. You found it. Excellent. Um, well, <laughs> now I, I have the complete. Set. I think. <laughs> I think this belongs in a museum. Well, um, <laughs> shall we lock it away in my safe until we get back to civilized worlds? Or did yes. you want to study it? I think yes. Maybe I will study it for a while. I'd like to. There is, an, there is writing on it. I certainly like to study in the Well, okay. Well, everyone needs a hobby in the ice. <coughs> anyway, um, I'm going to go order Captain Vennenberg to pick up steam and get us away from here. And stock, I'm going to go check on the injured. Yes, uh, sure though. I just got to say, Dr. Bernard, how are you so immoral? Not immoral, but amoral. I know. It's I'm quite Explain like, my amorality. It's, it's like something has slowly been sucking your soul out over the past several weeks. I don't know what you could possibly be referring to. Do you? Your certain uh, blasé approach to uh, grave robbing. They're not going to need it anymore. <laughs> and the oh, man no, no, magnanimity right. of this belongs in a museum. So not only grave robbing, but then are seeming completely generous in doing so. No, no, seriously, it brings a tear to my eyes. Brilliant. 
it, it's you're not brilliant. allowed students. <laughs> <laughs> I like having students. I can teach them things like this. You've done me proud. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Meanwhile, what it is, it's a... Uh, you were involved in putting that ship aboard. How did you manage it? <laughs> you idiot! Well, I just threw a rope around it and dragged it on board. Well, I didn't drag it on board. Obviously, I was ill, but... Um... Mandalay! Captain Starkweather emerges into the room. Ah, James, how is it going? Good. We've thrown your ship back overboard. We decided we probably didn't need it. What do you mean you probably didn't need it? <laughs> well, it's an old lifeboat. Clearly the gravers and sailors, we decided to respect their wishes and return it to the ocean. Proper ceremony and everything. Captain Redenberg said a prayer, pitched it overboard. <laughs> we all ran. Excellent work. I think that's... I'd lost well a... done finding it, though. I, I'd lost a hit point to get that. <laughs> <laughs> and they, what's that? What's that? Hit what's a point? hit point? <laughs> I don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like I gave a little bit of my soul to that boat. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we decided we didn't want to. We think we could see uh, there were no bodies inside <clears throat> it, so we think after they we read the Lord Book of the Captain, the remaining crew set sail in the life raft. Um, we reckon they got washed overboard in a storm. So you threw it back overboard to show respect to the supplies. <laughs> It was their valiant effort to get to safety. We've thrown it back overboard. No need to nitpick this, Mandalay. It sounds a respectful thing to do. But jolly good show there, man. Your nits. <laughs> Isn't that your job? <laughs> well, it was at one time. I remember a nurse sent me home from uh, school because it... Uh, were you, was that you, Mandalay? Or was that your predecessor? Who had to I don't have a predecessor. <laughs> So. It has only ever oh, been me. Manly, how long have you been looking after Edward here? <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, I'm serving time. Edward here. Oh, about the same time. Well, let's see now. Um, you had to have a bar in New York at some point. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you're only 30-something. Yeah, 31. Uh, so... No, it must have been uh, before your time. So yes, for about... How old are you anyway? Um, we worked it out, it's not written down. Mm. I mean, like 25, 26? Yeah, write no, down. down. Hmm. I'll write down 25, 26. When are the prohibitions start? Uh, <clears throat> time, check the previous recordings. <laughs> what? No, it was about 10 years long, so 1926 it started. What? Well, no, no. If it was prohibition about, ended. It's about in, to end in, yeah. in this time, so it was about 10 years long. No, it was about 15 years. What really? Okay. Yeah, prohibition, no, prohibition, prohibition about So what? What is what yeah. is the year this year? 1933. 1933. Okay, so I lasted for about fifteen years, and it's just coming up towards the end. Of I would have left now. slightly after prohibition started, so that would have been um, when you were maybe about sixteen. Um, so yes, so, you turned sixteen. Your father gave you a butler. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Happy birthday, son! I've got you a butler. Oh, thank you, Papa. So, um, <laughs> after working that out, I say about oh, ten years. I already have one. Just before your time, then. That uh, no, no need to get into it. Son, I bought you an accessory. <laughs> anyway, we, we're son, setting. I you a slave. We've set sail for the sea once more. Um, 
we should hopefully push through the ice in a few days. You two get better now. I'm um, just yeah, until uh, we actually do uh, hit landfall. Well, I would suspect, oh, hopefully, you don't want to hit the ice. It's we will way. be Gently reaching round about November the fourteenth, fifteenth. Depending on how we get through the ice, how it goes. So I'm nine, ten, ten. <laughs> no, wait a minute, that's bollocks. I just realised that I can't be that age. Why not? Um, because um, you couldn't have run a bar for that impossible. long. I couldn't have run a bar when I was like 20. <laughs> yeah, you inherited it from father, man. You could have easily run a bar at that age. Legal drinking age is 21. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I'm, <laughs> I can't. Not, so. I guarantee you back in those days it wasn't. Don't worry, everyone, we will retcon this by next time. We may have to make Mandalay a bit older. I, I always imagine him being sort of, you know... 50s. 50s, 60s. No, uh, I'm, I'm not that old, but late I... 40s. Late 30s. I think... No, um, I go late 30s, early 40s. Let's just add five years, right? <laughs> we will work this out later. I'm 36. Meanwhile, <laughs> Dr. Barnard, what are you doing? Uh, yeah, once the excitement's turned down, toned down a bit and the Gabriel is on the way, and that ship that launch from the Wallaroo has been dumped overside. Does Starkweather just not want to talk about that? He he's he's in denial. He's not in denial, he's just not not talking about it in public. Do you want to try and get him privately to talk about it or Yes. Just Starkweather? Or do yes. you want to grab Carl? I'll, I'll see what Starkweather says. He brings him to his office and shuts the door. For prohibition, there is no to, legal um, standard or government age of alcoholic consumption in the US. Okay. <clears throat> but still, I probably wouldn't have owned a bar at the age of 20. Alan. That was a very strange scavenger hunt. That was strange. was very, very strange. Are we sure we didn't bring anything back? We brought back the gold. Then let's throw it overboard just to be on the safe side. <laughs> this <coughs> is where... I bring, out, I, bring out, I bring out a wallet and I plunk it down on his desk. He kind of opens it. Looks inside. Looks at you. Face rock. Ah. We may have a problem. <coughs> yes, half of it's mine. He takes out the dice. <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of looking at them. I've seen these before. The die. Oh, the coins were in there as well. Mm. That was why. But well, I didn't think much of those. They're from the Congo. Okay. What are they? There's a tribe who use them. They're like they're medicine men. Wear them in their hair. They're normally in like little wire cages. See, each face has a little symbol on. Yes. Where's that coin you took out of the pouch? He drops it back into the pouch and then drops the dice back in. If I know the legends correctly, those dice protect and stop 
whatever they're with from coming to harm or affecting things. So when you took a coin out of the bag, it started making strange things happen. So now we're in the plot of Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> so what is these, these in the coins? These cubes, according to the legends of that tribe in the Congo, are protection. I'm just guessing someone's put these things in this bag with this gold. I mean, a week ago I'd have said you're insane, but... I'm just guessing here. To be on the safe side, I say we leave it all in the pouch and we don't disturb it until we can do a bit more research. Well, I'm not eager for a repeat performance. Um, We've got an Antarctic expedition to focus on. I'm going to lock this in the safe and we'll hand it over to someone back in New York. And Richard's character is not getting them. We've got weird Spanish coins or gold doubloons <laughs> from somewhere. And we've got weird medicine men protection symbols. Yeah, that sounds more Belgian. I'm going to say we leave them all in there and we don't touch it. There are strange things in this world that man is not meant to meddle with. And I think we meddle when we shouldn't have. You've seen these strange things before? There are many dark secrets in Africa. I've been doing some reading. Really now? For Dr. Armitage. Oh, you know Dr. Armitage? Well. I've met the gentleman. He's a very... Yes, I work for um, he's, he's, he's always <laughs> been a bit strange. But... Um, he, he gave me a, a, an interesting book to read, and I, at first, well, I dismissed it. It was it was clearly nonsense. And now you're not so sure. Well, I think we both know what we saw on that ship. We leave these in the bag, <coughs> and I'm going to put them in a safe. Um, if anything weird happens, I know I'm talking bonkers. If nothing strange happens, then touch wood. Maybe those crazy tribal savages know a thing or two about weird stuff. Just with what we know from the last events of the last day, if you think back to the messages we were receiving in New York. Oh, the crackpots about dangers on the ice. No. Someone would have found something. There's been what? Four expeditions before us? I suppose you're right. Now, I think we ran across... This is clearly some sort of African voodoo that we've just stumbled upon. I expect strange, weird, religious mm, oddities from things from Africa. But no, I don't think we need to worry about the ice. Well, I hope you're right. I'm sure I am, yes. Antarctica is a big, dead place. Worries me. <laughs> well, yes. What say you and I go and have a drink? 
Alan. I think that's the best idea I think we'll do. You retired to have a drink. <coughs> what are you doing, Carl? Um, having a drink. <laughs> okay, for the next couple of days. Um, oh, and I'm going to start sleeping with my um, ice axe under my pillow. Just, just, just cause. You have your um, this I want to do that night. Yeah, what do you want to do that night? Well, assuming I'm good enough to leave uh, the doctor, obviously, I go back and think, considering, you know, it's all a bit dead and eerie stuff, there was that interesting poem in that book about similar things. I'm going to, like, you know, I'm assuming I've got a little fireplace in my room, right? No. Oh. I was going to read it then. Myself a glass of wine. If you want a fire, you have to go up on deck and get one of those big iron barrels and build a fire in that. I think that is, it seems right almost, and see what we've been through. And the timing seems a nice little service to honour the dead. Yes, yes, that sort of thing. I would say if I was there. A couple um. of other members of the exhibition come to watch. Um, RJ is there. A couple of off-duty crew members because you know you've got a fire going and it's beautiful because the stars are out. The sun hasn't really set; it's still light on the horizon, but some of the stars are out, and you've got this weird. Are they right? <laughs> there's this weird twilight happening where you know the sun is not define this happening well the sun has stopped setting it's gone almost down there's a tiny little sliver of the sun left some of the st- and that's in the west but when you look east the stars are out and they kind of meet in the middle and it fades into it's just beautiful and ahead you've just got white pack ice it's really quite breathtaking and beautiful and it's a good night to have this fire even though it's not dark because the sun's still up it's just magical yes so what the glass of wine and if anyone and I start reading this thing if anyone asks mm-hmm. uh, this book uh, seems to be a French eulogy to the dead or something and considering the ship we just passed it seems fitting and I obviously invite someone to have a glass of wine if they're around you get some wine out for everyone yep. RJ toodles a tune on his pan pipes <laughs> <laughs> Just a normal tune, okay. you know. Carl, you hear they're holding some sort of ceremony of remembrance and farewell to the dead sailors of the Wallaroo up on the deck. Do you join them? No! <laughs> <laughs> no! No! Alan! Um, I, I, I suggest to Starkweather we go and see what's going on. Starkweather, yeah. It sounds like a good, you know, paying respect to the sailors yes. who lost their lives. You go, no, you're not allowed to go. Sounds dreadful. <laughs> <laughs> it's also cold out there, and Dr. Mm. Green says you're not going. I, 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 I'm going to sit and make ammon and think of all the um, dark tales my uh, grandmother told me as a kid <laughs> growing up in, in the wilds of um, Sweden. All the old, old Norse legends and things like that. Yeah, and I just the, try, try and I've convince got, myself this won't go Instructions for this. Ritual of the dead, haven't I? Yeah. Which, of course, I'm following. Do you authentic? Roman, your library use. Are you library kidding me? I have no reason not to do this. It makes perfect sense to me. <laughs> uh, 50, yes, I library use yeah, it. You follow the instructions you've divined uh, from your book perfectly. Give me your character sheet. Oh, then. <laughs> that didn't last long. As you are reciting this beautiful poem, people are standing there nodding their heads. Can I have a rubber, please? Out of character, I don't know how bad this is. But in character, it makes so much sense. Someone times nine by five for me. 
45. 45. That was bad even for you, dude. <laughs> I can't be asked to do maths. It's the easiest one in the world to do! <laughs> Apart from maybe a What's two times, times table. 10 times 5? 50? Oh, yeah. I was thinking nines. <laughs> times in nines is hard. I wasn't thinking times in fives. Well, nine, nine times ten and harvest. Oh, you're a jammy bitch. <laughs> well, have I just avoided? No, actually, you're not a jammy bitch. Oh, <coughs> because the GM decided he doesn't want to go at that. No, one. I realised like, <laughs> I had a four, a two, and a one. Not a one, a two, and a one. Roll a d10. Sorry. Six. Oh, that's fine. It still happens. Okay. Uh, Good happen or bad happen? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> As you are saying these words, they're very poetic, very beautiful. <laughs> You're making the hand gestures, and as you do, the fire whoops blue. But you've Toss something in there. You got the ingredients uh, on the galley that were in the instructions, and then as you know, you throw something in the fire, and it goes woof blue, and then you carry on with it. And it is, it is <clears> a <throat> prayer to the dead and the departed, and it does sound very beautiful. It's clearly been written by a master. Did your power just go down? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what happens when you do rituals. <laughs> and your sanity. <laughs> yep. Yes. And my magic points. And my luck. And you feel empowered you feel this sense of rightness the sense of duty the sense that you are doing the right thing and then as you throw in another handful of um, ingredients you got in the galley the fire flares green and as it does so you can you sort of like as you're looking into the flames and you're saying the words rolling off your tongue you you're not even reading them anymore you just know them it's like everyone who's there kind of like fades away and the dark the sun like the darkness of the stars kind of oh, complete and there's just stars and then a ring of stars and then another ring of stars and then there's this figure mm. big cow and he stands and going watching you mm. as you say the last words are we far enough south to have night sorry you are far enough south that the sun is no longer setting all the way. Right, okay. But he's just seen like the side of the sky that was still light. Just he, he's departed turn. this reality temporarily. He'll be back, don't worry. And this, this creature stands before you and speaks into your mind. Thus is it done. Thus are we joined. Eternity is yours. And then you're back in front of the fire. And you just feel this sudden surge of all your muscles seem to tighten up and then relax as you say the last word and everyone's oh is he immortal now i don't know i know my power's down but i don't know shall we test it no no let's not test it i shoot you in the face (laughs) he dies (laughs) <laughs> well guess that answers that question but you can't shoot him in the face because you're in your room did did anything happen did I see anything happen? no just tell him right and he was throwing stuff in the fire to make it all um, pretty colours ooh we say him ah. can I move my occult on that figure I have a cult mm. Jesus I you do he's part of the fucking Thor society 
Oh, yeah. Is there a risk factor with too much money and an interest in stupid things? Yeah. I don't know. It, it, it's like the early it. version of cocaine. I'm sure we've got that too. Yeah, but it's medicinal. They have, I have many needs for medicinal things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a medicinal person! <laughs> oh, we had three of them. I figured I'd give the last one away to the person who gave me gummy bears. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, plate. those of you who are there, just see him doing this yeah. ritual. beautiful ritual to Crappy the dead. Bravo, bravo. You feel very tired, very disturbed, and very freaked out. You're like, well done there, buddy. I'm just going to sit down. Do you think I'm whining at someone else? Just, yeah. And, you know, it's just a general party egg. It's quite a mellow party. It's more like a wake. But people are, like, remembering other friends they've lost at sea and bidding the sailors who've lost their lives on the whaling ship. It's, It's quite a, you know, formal affair but it's quite nice and it goes on till about midnight when the ship's bell rings in the new day so uh, edward I'm where did you me. learn that ritual <laughs> just a just in a book <laughs> i mean, uh, a few books back would be a few old tomes i hadn't gone around to reading it seemed very appropriate oh, what's it called uh the uh de it's not it's not just a, it's not like it's a cake <laughs> 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 Oh, I might try that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I found a fancy bit of immortality myself, actually. <laughs> well, when you finish with it, I'll. Possibly, it is very old. Uh, I am a scholar. I deal with I deal with books. All the I don't time. like to share. Maybe. Uh, I can show you an interesting book that I have. Can we talk in the morning? I feel like I need to go to bed. <laughs> I'm feeling quite disturbed at the moment, so I just want to quickly get to bed. Edward, well, yes, it's been, it's been a stressful day. <clears throat> you go to sleep. What well, I mean you're dreaming? Where's the reaching out there? Yes. You are definitely having a peaceful sleep, and you suddenly realise you're dreaming. And you're sat on a deck chair under an umbrella with a <coughs> martini in one hand and um, sat opposite you in a big comfortable armchair is your father. And to the left of you there's a crackling fireplace, but behind it there's just a field. Hello Edward. <laughs> ah, what have you done? How's it going? Do I, do I realise I'm dreaming? You do think you're having a dream. Okay. So I know I'm dreaming. You you know you're dreaming. Yeah. You don't dreaming, know you don't dreaming. know you're dreaming with a capital D. No. Oh, it's all going well. This uh, adventuring lark seems issues. interesting. Yeah, a little painful at times, but all good. Yes. Tell me, boy. Do anything interesting this evening? Did something rather interesting during the day. He, uh, <laughs> uh, a little bit of a, not quite a funeral, but more remembrance for some dead soldiers we passed. Uh, soldiers? Some soldiers. Sailors. We, we passed one. this boat that's... Uh, sea soldiers! ...has got lost in the ice, so it seemed uh, appropriate to hold the service of some sort. Oh, good lord, you did it, didn't you? What are you talking about, father? Nothing, son. Nothing. You're too no. far away to help. I'll just have to wait until you come back to New York. Thanks. 
Why is it always the uh, put downs from you, father? Oh, you want to be noble, you real dad. It's all a dream. I mean, you get hey, quite think back. Tell Mandalay. I'll tell him myself. Good night, Edward. And then it kind of breaks apart into another dream and another dream, and you're just you'll be weird. That's, dream about kittens. That's usually the Thanks. part of the dream where he rips his clothes off. Only one had their clothes ripped off today's you, man. Like. Yeah. He has a point. Look, can we stop projecting? People? <laughs> <laughs> Next morning, the Gabrielle is underway. Uh, <coughs> I sink it and save us all. And by save, I mean kill. How are you going to sink it? I mean, there's got to be some dynamite around here somewhere. It's all locked in a room that you don't have access to. Set fire. <laughs> Start with the knows how to pick locks. <laughs> yeah, excuse me, boss. Do you mind if you just pick this lock so I can get into the room you don't want me to go in so I can blow the ship up? Oh, yes, yeah, of course. <laughs> okay, um, what are people doing today? Uh, Anything, Peter? In particular? No, nothing to oh, Thank you. Um, I have something I want to do two days before um, landfall, but other than that, <laughs> I have no particular things happening over the next few days. Okay. Um, the I, next day, I'm going oh. to. Sorry, I'm going to make a um, charm against <laughs> on all my folklore crap. Yeah, what kind of charm? What I could think of. So Odin, I guess. Or yep, you one, one of the Norse gods. You make a couple of protection charms from Thor. Yeah, because there's just... I don't, I don't like this thing. you got to yeah. have some Thor. Yeah, Odin, bit of Freya. Um, bit of Gunnar. Nils. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they're part of the ingredients, then, then there's nothing to be done. <laughs> uh, you, you can't move. Excuse me, I just need a finger. Thank you. The next day, on the 8th of November... Um, Hell rises. Shortly before lunch, you hear the Gabrielle engine stop. Is this planned? No. The call goes out that you should all um, assemble in the mess. <laughs> <A partnership. laughs> Captain Starkweather wants to talk to everyone. Oh God, what does he want now? You are allowed to attend. Oh you should be going out into the ice. You can avoid it. I wrap up warm and go. Okay. Um... Gentlemen, I open a window just past it. We have a slight problem. The pack ice has closed in on all sides. There's now less than five meters between us and the ice. I've spoken to Captain Vredenberg and he says we've got two choices. We wait for a storm to break the ice up, or we do it the old fashioned way. We break out the dynamite. Blow ourselves a path into the Ross ice. Yeah, do I see a slight thing. smirk in his face <laughs> yeah. as he says that? Some people's eyes just light up. Are you kidding? I have explosives. We as do I. <laughs> do I? I prefer the dynamite option. We're very You're close. Sixteen. To the, we're very close to the entrance to the Ross Sea now. If we can blast our way through this ice, we can get through, force our way out, and hopefully be into the Ross Sea. Good idea, James, I say. Right. Anyone else got any objections they wish to raise? If not... Um, can I roll my pole of survival? You may. Because <laughs> this... 
by over 60. This is standard. The ice yep. is too thick. You're going to blast it to make it weaker. And then you should be able to round <coughs> it through. I can, that, that's fine. If I, if my training tells me I've got no problem with it, then go right ahead. And I'm just like, right. I might Carl, even do some myself. I want your Polar Survival team. I want you to make sure everyone is kitted up in full Polar Survival gear. On it, Captain. Right, who here has attended my explosive class? I don't think I have. We've got uh, Edward, we've got Alan, Carl, good, good, myself. 35. Ah, good blow us up. I'm not trying to get explosives. Oh, well, I suppose geology. Yeah. I use it during field work. I only have it as a hobby. Mandalay. Yes. Liaise with Professor Moore. I need you to get the supplies we need up out of the hole. Whilst I assemble a team, we're going to make a plank bridge from the foredeck down to the ice. So no one has to get into the water in a boat. That way we should be able to just climb up on, on board. We're going to drill, plant the explosives, and then tomorrow, if all goes to schedule, we blast our way through. Certainly. Would you like those brought up on a tray, perhaps? Yes. Right. <laughs> well, they're going to open one of the cargo doors and do the ramp down from there, I'm going to guess. Yeah. yeah. So that, has to take, that takes a little while to do. The way I'll do it is basically everyone who's going on this expedition is basically going to go past me at the front door. I'm going to do an overall check of their equipment after Nils and Gunnar do all their thing. Yes. And again. <laughs> Someone's dead. It's after Barnard. Fine for the next one. Um, no, that's it. You only need to do three. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, Nils and Gunnar hopefully will catch the other one. See if they catch it. <laughs> Well, yeah, they do. They've got the 11. <laughs> Just testing, boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone is kitted up in full gear. Uh, boots. Literally, this is... There's about four layers of clothing. You've got your underwear and a vest. Then you've got your inner trousers, like waterproof ones. And then you've got another set of trousers. And then you've got massive furry trousers over the top and a massive fur coat, hat, goggles. That's what I need now. About That's two types of gloves. The gloves are then actually attached. They're not just on with the coat over. They're, you know, tied in place, with, which is what you missed. Tied down there. Tying them. Everything is tied. There is no gap, gap at all. And it's packed in. You, you, if you sweat, there's no loose skin. So underneath, like, the outer garments are, like, loose and there's space to move in them. But underneath, it's like you're literally wearing a... You know, almost skin tight layer of you know thermals so that if you are sweating or anything it can't freeze in like an open gap which you question because you could have sworn there should have been like free moving <laughs> bits and they shouldn't have been so tight it's very strange but yeah, Carl, Carl has <laughs> overridden you no! it's the airflow for the you know I, I need yeah airflow my privates need some you know circulation for I was looking at you and going, you want your pride and joy exposed to that. I'll point outside at the desolate, icy wasteland. I pass my polar survival and kind of take your point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, I kind of remember that. Shall we? <laughs> Manly, what are you doing? I am... Um... Whilst well, this lot are getting kitted up. 
I, I need to arrange for the supplies and mm -hmm. like start doing that. Where do I go? You go down to the hold, you mm. make me a library use roll. <laughs> yes. Yes. You know where everything is, you pack this ship. Um you to be fair, that was me here. <laughs> you checked everything. He put everything on board. Checked it again and again and again. Yeah. Okay, you thought Seems it. to have paid off so far. Yeah, you find everything you need, you get the um, snowshoes out, you get the cleats, you get the explosive equipment, fuse wires and everything, you let yourself into the explosive room, you start with the gear, you get out the dynamite, you find everything you need and you pass it off to them. I have a bit of a play in the dynamite room before going up. You, you're <laughs> just rolling in nitroglycerin. <laughs> just, uh, just chuck a few. Bit, a bit of juggling. You know, it's like when you... Um, just have access to a snack cupboard or something. And <laughs> you can <laughs> roll around in your snack yeah. cupboards at work. No, no, he's got those. He's uh, he comes out with sticks of dynamite. He's got those juggling pins, the ones you set on fire, and he's just juggling them, going, ah. Well, I do have that throwing spell. Well, it's smoking. Yeah, Matt Mandley's totally. On a unicycle with a cigar in his mouth, going, ah, that, 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 pretty cool if I went up the set of juggling them. Professor Moore's just like, <laughs> and chorus. Uh, <laughs> start with cheering them on. <laughs> Tenoroi gets his cane and smacks them out like it's cricket and across the ice. <laughs> I'll just chuck one of them and go catch. <laughs> yeah, why don't we just get Manley stand on deck, throw the dynamite to where it needs to go? Because <laughs> you haven't drilled the hole. <laughs> don't need to with this fucking throwing skills. He can <laughs> drill it through the ice as well. Have we heard rumours about Mandalay being a witch yet? No. Okay. There are. There should be a public burning in the square tomorrow. There, those rumours are still floating around the sailors. They haven't reached the expedition yet. Do I recover my hit points, by the way, because of all that recovery time that I have? You do. Do I recover mine? Oh, speaking of witch, Ash, not yeah. necessarily my hit points. Do I recover any sand? No. Considering it's been since Melbourne that I got it. Undead horrors of the icy seas! No. What okay. sand would you be recovering? <laughs> well, I was already <laughs> a lot down. But why would you recover it? Peace and quiet for a couple of weeks until the dead <laughs> show up. On <laughs> Kudu. Yeah. Oh, Maybe when you get to the Antarctic. Anyway, right. um, essentially, a Stark Rover splits you into four teams, each one going no. a little bit further <laughs> than the Gabriel. That's true. <laughs> You've got um, one of the Make sure drill teams with you. Ice, little ice drill. Four. Now make me explosive rolls to set your explosives. Oh dear. This is gonna be the worst. I'm, I'm, sure I'm, I'm just not gonna roll. Someone who knows what they're doing. No. I'm assuming start I was gonna double check everything though. No. <clears throat> I only failed by thirty one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have a forty five skill. I failed so. by sixty. <laughs> Seventy four out of forty five. It's not in book territory though. Before you can I, can I try oh my again? god! I actually passed. Can I? Can you I realise that I've done it incorrectly? Make me a in <laughs> knowledge roll. Can I do this as well? Yes. Yeah, you realise I fucked that up. And Twelve out of You 19. can try again. Now you're Edward Tennant, right? You don't get to do this. Oh, <laughs> good point. <laughs> I, I passed, even though I didn't actually roll. <laughs> okay. I, I, Set up the long fuse, and then you just uh, slip the dynamite in I your pocket. 57 <laughs> out of, <laughs> of 45. Starkweather comes up to Carl's first, and he checks, and he's all cool with yours. 
Starkweather then comes up to yours <laughs> and, and he dear, thinks it's fine. Dear, That's walking cool. off and all the things you drag behind Then him. he comes over to Tenant Knights <laughs> and he's like, Edward. <sighs> it seems. That's lovely fuses. Where's the dynamite? <laughs> where is the dynamite? You just haven't put it in the hole. It's just in its box. You spent so much time making the fuses all perfectly lined up and connected to everything. You've not actually filled the <laughs> hole. Dynamite's just in your pocket. Obviously, too much for perfectionist, James. Mine was there. Boy. <laughs> Sorry. Right. And this takes... Most You're of... so picky. You don't want the dynamite in there as well. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Look at the rain on the fuse. so much. The fuses are beautifully braided. Excellent. Uh, I should learn how to do hair. <laughs> <laughs> you return to the Gabriel. <coughs> the madness of pursuits in this day and age. And you go up on the forward deck where there's one of those little boxes of the... Plunger. Plunger. I, I look over at uh, James. You're going to get a picture of this. Come on. <laughs> you, you guys, come on. Everyone gather him. All right. Gabrielle blasting its way through the ice. This will be a beautiful picture for the record books. Remind me to paint this tomorrow. Yes, good idea. Is everyone ready? Yes. 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 Picture. Cheese. Good <laughs> No, there's only one plunger. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get that plunger. You don't get the plunge. He's plunging. <laughs> the first explosion is deafening and there's spray of ice against the hull of the ship. Bang, 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 clang. And then, you know, they all go off. There's three explosions. And Starkweather's was like, hmm, there should have been four. Well, is it the one closest to us that hasn't gone off, or the one furthest away? He's kind of peering over the edge. There's lots of debris, ice vapor, and mist. <coughs> just blown up a big ice vapor. And you hear it cracking and shattering, and he's like, you know, I'm not sure. Well, it wasn't the first one. No. Was it the second one, maybe? No, I think that went off. It was either Edwards or Alan's. Why don't you double-check my one? Well, if the ice is splitting, it's going to fall in the water, and us running it over won't explode, make it go boom, so... Yeah, but if it's just bobbing around on the surface... Well, once it gets in the water, we works. (laughs) No, 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 if the ice... It's drilled into. Oh, I see what you mean. E- either way. It hasn't gone off, so it hasn't shattered that bit of ice. That bit of ice is now just bobbing. Yeah, that, that, could, that could prove a problem. Um, I think we might have to wait until this settles and we can see it. I mean, if it's fallen in the water, that's great. If it hasn't and we ram into it with the Gabrielle, we could. Actually, I don't think anything would happen. Mm. Yeah, I don't want to risk mm. it, though. Why, why don't we just follow the fuse? Well, well, this find... stuff happens, doesn't yeah. it? You know, because he pulls Some... the fuse up, we detonated it, and the first ones have all gone off. Wouldn't have had... no, sorry, OC wouldn't have had links to all of them. Yeah, he's plungered it. Yeah, they're all linked into the one plunger. They'll all be linked together. Three of them have oh, blown yeah, up. Of one of them hasn't. Sorry. Yeah. And he's worried that <laughs> you know, big chunk of ice that should have been blown up hasn't blown up, and is now just floating free. Uh, I get some binoculars and see if there's any obvious large chunks of ice Maybe around the area. Maybe a hidden check, but it's at minus 40. Oh. Because of all the, mm. ice, the spray right. and the... Nine or less. No. no. Oh, give those here. No. 
I think we're going to have a good spot hidden as well. <laughs> no, I think we'll have to wait till the morning. I spot. You spot? Yeah. But you're not there. Yeah. Are you? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm not down. Where are you? They're all on the We're deck. all on the deck watching oh, the big explosion. You're, you're back He's on the deck. Yeah, I'm there then. Yeah. Not going to miss that. Okay, you spot there are indeed large chunks of ice still in the water. You can't tell because there is lots of, you know, water vapour and stuff from the explosions in the air. <coughs> but there are definitely larger chunks than you were expecting. You were expecting to shatter a whole channel into little chunks that you could then ram through. But there are definitely a, there's a cluster of bigger chunks that are bobbing around. Oh, I think we found it. Yes, over there, you see... Um... I don't see. Sorry. <coughs> I take the word for it, Mandalay. <coughs> I'm get the grenade launcher. Okay, <laughs> we'll, we'll wait until the morning. So, um, Mandalay, just take this match and throw it to the dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think you can make the throw, Mandalay? What or accent was that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what accent that was. I don't do accents. Okay, now we're going to wait until the morning. The, it'll have settled and we'll be able to see what to do next. Fair enough. Very well. Lunch then, gentlemen? Lunch? It's evening, German. I know it's a bit confusing with the way the sun doesn't set. Second lunch, yes. Second lunch. <laughs> I like the way you think, but, uh, Doctor. Second lunch it is. <laughs> you retire for second lunch. I assume you wouldn't take too much convincing, James. <laughs> Hungry. Spent all day playing with dynamite. <laughs> that really I works up an appetite. Blow I get this one to be a centrepiece of the table. Nobody liked it. It's not a candle. <laughs> Sorry, what was that? <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> 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 I put a lot of candles on the other tables and they all look just like that one. <laughs> well, oh, James, what a wonderful display you have. <laughs> well, Gabrielle explodes. Mission over. <laughs> oh, well, we weren't going to live anyway, <laughs> so we got over with. Well, apparently I might. <laughs> No, 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 no. You see, the thing is with immortality, it works if nothing happens to you. You don't ever die of natural causes, put it that way. Unnatural, however. Ah. Anyway. You can see where uh, the problem comes. The next morning, the wireless brings news. Acacia Lexington has reached Suck. the Ross Sea Barrier. Oh, Dirty hussy. Damn and blast! As the uh, Gabrielle is still trapped from the bridge, the ice stretches unbroken in all directions except for the channel you've blasted in front of you. The Ross Sea is somewhere ahead of you, but you're still a very long way behind. Well, don't waste all the dynamite. We might need some when we come across her. Uh, I storm into uh, Starkweather's room. He's on the bridge. I saw him up to the bridge to see Starkweather with a bottle of whiskey in hand. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. The bitch won't beat us to the prize. I'll drink to that and pour both of us a shot. Oh, that sounds slightly rapey. Mm. Fair enough. <laughs> well done. But I really shouldn't be drinking this when I have a ice flow laden with dynamite to look at. One would hurt. No, I'm not stupid. Well, I'll drink to that. It, he hands it to Captain Redenberg, who's giving you a glare because alcohol is only allowed at mid times, damn it. Offer it to him. <laughs> I'll offer him uh, a glass. Let me refill. <laughs> <laughs> Tosses the bottle over the edge. Do you know how much that bottle was? 
I told you the rules, Mr. Penrose. Meal times only. Acacia Lecton from beating us Mutiny, to the Mutiny, that is the only possible thing to do from <laughs> now. It's the only answer. <laughs> the captain has shown himself to be unstable. <laughs> <laughs> and unfit for duty. This, what kind of sailor? Like yeah, doesn't <laughs> drink. Doesn't let you interrogate for a chance. ale all day long. Mr. Tennant, right? Alcohol, dinner time only. Mr. Tennant, Very well. Uh, someone please escort him to the brig. <laughs> <laughs> James is like, I'm sorry about that, Captain. Wait a minute, we're going to go look at the dynamite. You have to get down in a boat this time and actually row over to the large chunks. Who are you taking with you? It's James's uh, ghoul who taking this mission? Taking the geologist. Yes. Mandalay, Carl, what are you two doing? Um, nothing in particular. Yeah, nothing in particular. Okay, you Butler. do indeed find the ice flow where Alan's dynamite is still embedded in the ice. You can see the remains of the fuse. It's snapped off at some point, but it hasn't gone off. Some James geologist you are. Like, hmm, must have missed something. Yeah, so that can happen with these, uh, you know, this, this type of dynamite. Well, it's very cold as well. Yes, exactly. So let's, let's, uh, let's, let's redo this and I'll... I'll... Well, it's all fair. <laughs> <laughs> what did you just get? T6. What? 86. <laughs> Not a bot. Out of 45. Not a bot. <clears throat> and let me take a look at I look at it and go, are you sure that's right? Who's with me? Who's, you, it's, it's, it's the yeah. cold, it's the yeah, gloves. I'll, 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 oh, take, I'll take a look at this. I'm not else I feel. And in more experience anyway. Um, <laughs> 99. <laughs> I, it looks fine to me. I don't see what the problem is at all. James is like, gentlemen. <laughs> yes. Do you see the way the dynamite is upside down? Laid. <laughs> I yes. see what the problem is. If yes. that blows up, it will throw itself at the Gabrielle with a yes. big chunk of ice. Oh, really? No wonder it didn't blow up. I'm glad it didn't blow up. Oh, yes. You also got the fuses all wrong and. The Oh, wonderful new kind of dynamite, yes. I see. It's, <laughs> right, it's, um... back into the launch. <laughs> we'll sail a short distance back to the Gabrielle and blow this lighter up, and then we can steam forward and catch up with the bitch. Agreed on that. And after we get back to my room, do you need more of that stuff? What? Uh, please, that, was, that wasn't the expensive one. Okay, what exactly are you saying here? <laughs> 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 Why don't you want us for some toy drink? Yes, sounds jolly good. Just don't tell that Vanderbilt. Yes, it's a little uptight, really, isn't it? Well, he wasn't my first choice as captain, after all, was he? Yeah, true. Shame got killed! One. Someone, you know, murdered him in our first one. He liked a good old drink, did he? <sighs> the blight is murdering him. Dashed inconvenient. <laughs> 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 you sail back to Gabrielle, and this time, boom. Proper explosion. The last chunk of ice. There's now a clear channel. The Gabrielle works itself up to speed. Because the problem was, you, you, you needed enough base to get up to speed it's called momentum yeah men you, you need enough that <laughs> oh no the gabriel was enough at the stop. Mm. enough of our room exactly no no we're not said. french do speak for yourself <laughs> quite happily i do thank you okay for the next couple of days gabriel forces its way through the channel the ice is constantly grinding against the sides of the ship but it's not so thick that you can't push forwards. And it's definitely getting thinner. 
whenever you look out the windows or go out on deck, you can see it, there are flurries of snow falling as well. Um, it's not very thick snow, but it's definitely falling, and then it stops, and you can see the sky again, and then it comes ah, back again. Ah, it's like home! And then, on the 12th, uh, around about mid-morning, the cry goes up that the sea, the sea has been seen. The captain stops I wasn't aware we ever lost it. <laughs> <coughs> and um, as the ship comes to a halt, it starts to bob up and down again, which you haven't felt since you reached the ice, because there haven't been waves. You know, there's the ice in all of that directions. It's kept it pretty still. But you can definitely, you know, you're back on the ocean, and stretching out ahead of you, there's clear water. Beautiful, clear sea. You can raid it to the Ross Sea uh, that night, and the following day, uh, you know, you carry on pushing forwards. There's a lot of pancake ice, there's heavy bergs, but mostly it's clear, open water. How um, long till landfall at this rate? It's about a day to go. Uh, in that case, that's so I want to do then. Yep. Um, I ask uh, Stark Weathermore to leave a couple of hours free after lunch next day. Yep, they do so. Yeah. Mandalay? Yes. Uh, for tomorrow, get the balloon ready. Um, <laughs> are you are you certain? We're about to hit landfall. We don't see the majesty of where we're going. Uh, I've told uh, Starkers more that uh, so I got some special plan for him after lunch. So uh, make sure it's ready by then. Of course. Let's hope it's in a uh, working order. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mandalay, do you go prepare a hot air balloon? Jesus, I don't know. <laughs> do, you, do you go and stick your knife in the balloon and tear a few very unfortunate rents in it? You know where it is, it's all packed up in its boxes. What a shame, it seems the saboteur got to it before <laughs> and we never knew. Um, is, is, is nothing safe. <laughs> the balloon was fine. Um, you must have missed it, sir. <laughs> well, it's not the first time you had to patch up the balloon, is it? <laughs> What are you doing, Dan? I tried. Um, Don't blame me because I tried. <laughs> yeah, all right. Let's get the balloon ready. Okay. Um, Mr. Mandalay orders some crates up on deck, and around about, mm, about you know ten twenty a.m. Uh, those who's on deck? It's very. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm up yeah, to see the freak show. Sure. It won't be no, a hot air balloon, Ending well in any way. Alright. You have quite a good skill in this. Not really. <laughs> Roll <laughs> your balloon. Only 40. No, I don't pass. Okay. You are unpacking the balloon. It is taking more time than you thought. Mm-hmm. And you do not have it set up and ready to start filling it until nearly... Uh, 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> it would take all night now to fill this up so it was ready for him tomorrow morning. Alright. Are you doing it? Yep. Okay. <laughs> you stay up all night with this stupid thing. Well, dedication. I don't like just That's stay up. Well, you have to stay up pretty late. You don't get to bed until like 2 or yeah. 3 a.m. Fine. Oh, the life of the well, sun's up, so that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not like your body clock's really fixed anymore at this point. 
What, what, right. what more damage can we do? Okay. Yeah. The next morning, um, there is a hot air balloon attached on the back deck of the Gabrielle. It's very nice. Seventy jerks. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very nice. Hot air no, I've had experience this a few times. I don't need to say yeah, it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's got a huge elder sign painted. The basket. <laughs> the basket is huge. There's enough Wait space in this basket to hold about five, six people, and the balloon is coloured red. Nice big bright red hot air balloon, Union Jack on it somewhere. That's gonna. No, that, that'd be gauche. Okay. <laughs> it's just a bright red balloon <laughs> with the words virgin. <laughs> no. There is a massive hot air balloon. Tenorite changes the name to Branson. <laughs> <laughs> and after lunch, um, you are. It's the 14th of November. That's 28 days since you left Melbourne. Yeah, and recent. the call comes down that uh, Ross Island has been sighted. You are. You are now approaching the uh, McMurdo Sound. You can see land ahead. It's still a bit distant. Who's going up in the hot air balloon? Well, it's What's just attached to the boat with? Obviously Mandalay. Rope. Obviously Mandalay. He has to yeah. pilot it. And it's just uh, me, more and Star Clover. You know, the yeah. three amigos. You, 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 you pay out the rope. You, you're not and detaching. a bottle of champagne. You're not detaching from the ship. Does he know how they're to operate this damn thing? <laughs> they're what not. He's for? They're not. No. Um, I, I walk. I walk along just with an axe, dragging it along the rail. Just coincidentally. There are four boats. Yeah, I know. I, I, I'm doing a long walk. Start and more and ten it right. Break out the champagne. There are three glasses. Fire, fire the cork over, over the Did side. Did you bring a glass deck, Someone. I'm assuming you prepared the champagne. Yes. They're all four glasses then, because Mr. <laughs> Mandalay is having some of that. It's fine, he can have one glass. Okay, you can, you can <laughs> see... More until after bed. The sh- most Smoke of the exhibition the crew have gathered on the foredeck to see, you know, landfall, but the exhibition leaders are in a hot air balloon. Well, gentlemen, it's People been... People are taking pictures of this. <laughs> it has been an interesting voyage so far, but I figured... How quickly what better way to uh, wish in... Antarctica than from up high. There's only one way to find out. Cheers. Oh, I don't know. I could think of a couple. Sorry, Rafe? <laughs> uh, nothing, nothing. Um, cheers. Sorry, Rafe, it's this champagne flute. We've made it. We've returned to the Antarctic. From here, we will strike out into the land and find Lake's camp and the mysteries of the Miskatonic Mountains. <clears throat> and most importantly, do it before that bitch. Yes. To the triumph of the Starkweather and Moor exhibition. Yeah. Cheers. Off to the left is Mount Erebus. Oh God, this is a gender commentary on an RPG game. <laughs> it is the 1930s. Off to the left is Mount Erebus, and the Gabrielle is approaching a massive cliff of ice. It's at least eight feet above the water, and there's at least maybe six or seven miles of it before you actually get to land. There's this remnant of the ice shelf and then there's actual land are we in the Ross Ice Sea now? you are in McMurdo Sound I've taken which is you, Ross Ice Sea and then it kind of you go in a bit there's like an inlet okay and you've got the mount, massive volcano on the left well the mountain now dormant extinct Mount Erebus you've got Ross Island on the right 
Mm-hmm. And then you've got the remnant of the ice shelf, and beyond the ice shelf is, um, you know, cliffs. Where and, we all die, yes. And <laughs> the ice fields. And Stark Weather announces the that field. the plan is Gabriel will anchor Ram the wall, will put the ramps down, will unload everything onto the ice shelf, and then we will move everything up to the actual <coughs> where Land. we have base camp. Yeah. Professor Moore wants to do it slightly differently. He wants to be unloading onto the ice <coughs> and then another team immediately taking it up. I'm not there, so I can't comment. So. <laughs> he, Mandalay. Yes? This can still melt. This is the remnant of the ice shelf. I don't want us to put everything on it and then move it. I want us to be moving constantly. Stark was like, no, 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 man. We talked about this. We'll unload everything, then move it up the top. I don't know what's best. Um, I mean, why would I? <laughs> Back me up him, Mandalay. So go through it one more time. Right, this ice shelf we're about to anchor next to. Yes. It's still melting. Right. Traditionally, we unload everything onto the ice, then we'd all move it to the top of the cliffs. I'm worried about it melting whilst stuff that we need is still on the ice. We've got enough people to have a continuous chain off the ship, onto a plane, up to the top of the cliffs. Would everyone be able to handle that task? It would be a bit more intensive, but there are enough of us that I think we can do it. Why not say, rather than take it all the way to the very top, just move it a little further inland? It's just off the most dangerous bit. I don't know. You wouldn't know the most <laughs> dangerous bit if it bit you on the I have, I have some important information to add, which is that in 1902, Scott made the first Antarctic hot air balloon flight. <laughs> Did not happen. <laughs> Unfortunately, in this universe, that event never happens. Did you not Google it? I mean, <laughs> no one's told Edward this. <laughs> Let him have his. They've kept it secret <laughs> since <Yeah>. New York. <laughs> I have a world first under my name, <laughs> and we're sticking to that. Man, first, if you survive this, first tenant right ever to uh, fly a hot air balloon in Antarctica. <laughs> Well done. I don't know. I mean, it seems like the uh, the quicker option may be better for our supplies, but it's a bit more of a risk to the crew, so it's really your call. Stark is like, oh, I'd rather do it the way we talked about it, William. And he's like, okay, we've got a bunch of Antarctic experts. Let's talk to them when we're not on hot air balloon. But still, Gee, we can discuss. We can argue about this later. Yes, but now, enjoy the view. More champagne. Yes, we're in Antarctica, my friends. Antarctica at last. Are you Huzzah. up there? They're up there. You can hear them yeah. toasting. From and the they're just they're just sailing. They're just floating away. And it's like no, no, the hot air balloon is attached uh, to the ship. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you know yeah, why didn't that. have to roll. Um, <laughs> Are you really detaching the ship? <laughs> nah. Then yes. Antarctica at Maybe. last. <laughs> and see you all in two weeks. Kind of wanna. We have made it to Antarctica. And the hot air balloon is out. <laughs> Hooray. Hooray. You had to just get it out and rub it in everyone's faces, didn't you? Well, Sorry, what are you talking about again? Hot air balloon, Antarctica. Woo! Now pause the stupid recording. <laughs>